We are back on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. I'm the Big Ugly. And we are back in the Mansion 2.0. Correct? Am I too loud? Amen, bro. That's the Yeti. It's uh, making noises already. That's good. Welcome back. Hey, Big Ugly, thanks for having us. Yeah, man. I appreciate everybody coming through. It's a packed house today. You said everybody. We got some guests yeah. with us today. Plural. Let's well, Right. Plural with an S. Let's welcome back the uh, not-so-healthy CM Funk. How's it going, everybody? Yeah, a little, little under the weather, so uh, if if you don't hear my voice as much today, I, I, I do apologize. Not that anybody's really listening for me, but... They anyway. are! Yeah. You never know, because you're the uh, king of non-social media, hashtag, no hashtag. Uh, it's true, it's the only way anybody can hear me, or hear what I have to say, so... Uh. You can't hear me. That's going to be John Cena's new gimmick <laughs> when he comes back, and his hair is over his That's ears. That's Helen Keller's thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Helen Keller is going to be on 205 Alive. Uh, she's going to be on that show. She used to be alive, right? Cool. Okay. And, uh, what, what's that? She's going to be a referee. Special guest yeah, referee. Okay. All right. Yeah, outside <laughs> enforcer. Her and uh, Steve Mazzagatti. <laughs> I love it. So uh, you hear the other special guest speaking. Uh, the one and only Jam and Jason is back. Welcome yeah. back. Great to be back. Great to be back. And you're hulking up today. That's right. That's right. Is that the Sporting classic 1984 classic. shirt? Yep, the classic Hulkamania t-shirt That's from the 80s. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we still have the classic Hulk Hogan from the 80s that's still around. And he's going to be 80 pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's a, yeah, he's yeah. going to be up there. Is he in the 70s? Yeah. Got to be. Early uh, 70s. 60s. Late 60s? Late 60s? Like 68, yeah. It's uh, time maybe? for Wikipedia, the king of non-social media. He's younger than Vince, right? Vince is like 72, I think, right? So Vince yeah. is in he's the 70s. younger than Vince. Sure. So I think he's like yeah. 60 or 60. Wikipedia doesn't count. So he can see him fucking. Yeah, you're allowed to Google over with because it's not social at all. Uh, of course, my signal's a little weak down here, so weak? I apologize. Yeah. No problem. I can, I'm actually on a computer, so I can, oh, hey, can yeah. fact-check us. He's going to fact-check us while I introduce our other special guest, welcoming back to the podcast for the second time, the one and only Mike Malillo. Let's give it up for Mike Malillo. Ladies, gentlemen. How you doing, Mike? Welcome back. Fantastic. Happy. So happy you asked me to be back. Yeah, man. And I'm so glad that you're allowed to be back after dropping the bomb, so to speak, on our first podcast with you. Um, (laughs) uh, You know, and it's it's great that we have that kind of, uh, you know, flexibility with our podcast, Big Ugly, that we have any and all people, uh, any and all professions. Right here on the podcast. Yeah, although Mike's is the most interesting profession. It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Hands down. Hands down, <laughs> hands, down hands up, hands you know, up, whatever yeah. it might be. Um, so uh, we're going we're gonna to start the podcast off on, on this kind of note. So you've got some updates of your own, not professionally, but personally. And if you'd like to share yeah. them on our podcast, uh, it is, it's an interesting topic, and it's one that you're going to come out of with flying colors. So go ahead and splurge if you but, are. Before you do, Mike. Oh, yes. well, it's fine. Forget it. Hawk Hogan is 66 years old. Oh, okay. 66, brother. Let me tell you something, brother. All right. No. Mikey? So, um, much like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I have muscles. Right? But we also had aortic valve uh, replacements. Mm. He's, he had his later in life, right before he did um, Mr. Freeze. What's the free the movie in Batman, Batman and Robin? Batman. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, and he recently had yeah, and then he recently had a reoperation. Wait, did you say that was your favorite one? That was my favorite uh, character in the Batman movies. Oh, okay. Not my favorite movie. Okay. Oh, <laughs> my favorite character. <laughs> oh. 
I've never heard anybody yeah, say that before. Dance! No, come on, man. Get, get it. Batman Begins, my two favorite movies. Gotta right. give it into Arnold, but go uh, ahead, Mikey. Uh, so, uh, I am going to go into a surgery at New York Presbyterian Columbia October 1st for open heart surgery. I'm going to mm. get my mitral valve re- repaired or replaced, and then they're going to. Uh, take some scar tissue off of my aortic valve and replace that one with another prosthetic one. Ooh. So, fun times ahead. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about what I'm going to say as the anesthesia kicks in. <laughs> like, um, like That's when we need to get him back on the podcast. <laughs> right? <laughs> but like, okay, so the fans, the fans of this podcast, right. when you hear this, please email. Uh, email and tell me what I should say to the surgeons before the anesthesia kicks in. Like, I was thinking about, like, oh, I hid the antidote in my... (laughs) 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 Or, like, there's two books I got from the library. Bring them back. (laughs) Or something like that. DirtyUglyWrestling at gmail.com. That's still there, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's still Haven't been checked in a year, too. Well, we'll, we'll Leave a comment on Facebook. Oh, there you go. Even better. Sorry, I'm antiquated. Leave a comment on Facebook. Reach out to these guys and let them know what you think I should say to the surgeons as I'm going under. And we'll put that out on episode 72 because this is episode 71, Big Ugly. Yeah. Uh, You know, comment on the Facebook page, right? Five years older than Hulk? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. So we're we're Hulk's catching catching up to us, but we're st- we're still gonna be going strong, brother. Um, yeah, to check out the we got the Facebook page. We got uh, you can hit it up on Instagram. You can comment on there. We still got the Twitter page, and of course, you know we got iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, MySpace, Google, and. You know everything else that we've got there. So check um, so, us out. So yes. I, so I got something like. So when yeah. you're, when you're going under and all, like, can you just like tell the doctor, hey, next time I see you, say hello. Right. I mean, that would be something. Sure. I'd, I'd, I'd want anyway. You know. Yeah. We're doing that, but. Eh. All right. That's cool. That's all I got. <laughs> Sorry. So Jam and Jason's been keeping two hundred five alive. That has not. Survived. It's not gonna survive. But you keep Mike Malolo alive with yes. your yes. with your Hulkamani, with your prayers, your yes. training, your vitamins, yes. and Believe. believing in yourself. Believe. Yes, the well, fourth commandment. What one big thing is like? I know I'm gonna be okay, mostly you are. because. I have student loan debt, and they don't let anybody <laughs> die when they steal all your money. I'll see you soon. This this podcast is sponsored by the United States government. <laughs> <laughs> government wages, government cheese. Hey, well, uh, you know, you are going to be all right, and you're going to be uh, back with us on the podcast telling us how it went. Yes. You're going to be back in the chorus of the Chesapeake singing. Um, you know, I, we, we have a performance on October the 4th. Fourth, I think it is. I don't know if you'll be recovered by then. I'll still be in the hospital. You'll, you'll, okay, so you won't be in the bed. When's the date? October first. First, okay. Of the surgery. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So it's it's a week stay, and then they send you home to do other stuff, and then checkups. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know we'll be uh, singing up there on our hearts out for you in Reading, Pennsylvania, Reading. as we hopefully get that next step to go for further towards the national. Oh, man, I hope so. You know, it, it's been a lot of years where we've been finishing fourth, fifth, and sixth. We need to jump up a spot. So yeah. we're going to do it for you, man. I hope so. Absolutely. Thank you. So, <laughs> hey, absolutely. Hey, Jim and Jason. Yeah. Let's uh, let's jump into this. Since we, we got it on the back on the TV, we were watching uh, Leo Rush, who is now the number one contender for the 
205 Live Cruiserweight Championship, yeah. which apparently now is getting blended into NXT, as uh, CM Funk was saying. Yeah, so, yeah. there's the rumor, yeah. yeah. And so, obviously, they're going to do do what we've been saying all along, Big Ugly. They're going to take this show that's stuck after SmackDown, right. which SmackDown's now moving to Friday nights, which we're going to talk about, and they're going to blend it back all into NXT. I think that's a good move. I think it's the uh, ideal move for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because uh, I think that even the, the wrestling, the storylines and everything, I think it just meshes better with that NXT style. I think the NXT fans... Will keep it alive and they'll actually enjoy it more than the, uh, what do you call it, mainstream fans, I guess? Yeah. 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 And especially Which, when the mainstream fans are out of it. If you're watching a two hour live television show and you get taken up at the end, what's after? How do yeah. you come back from that? Yeah, because right. really apparently can. it's an afterthought. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's it a shame. Fun. I mean, it was yeah. a nice experiment, yeah. but if they can blend it in and they still have a cruiserweight championship, so be it. I, say, I, I usually don't know who's in the cruiserweight title match at the pay per view until the pay per view. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, uh, they, they did yeah. have a match at the Clash of the Champions because uh, the championship was on the line in the kickoff show. So, uh, I think Drew Gulak, did he win? That? Yes, he yes. did. Okay, won. yeah, I'll go to those results in a little bit, but he did win that. But um, so you, uh, I'm, I'm glad, Big Ugly, you're you're taking a Hulu here. We're watching. Oh, we're throwing on Clash of the Champions. Yeah. Actually, that's beautiful. How long is it? Three twenty-seven. That's the whole length of it. Is this actually on Hulu or is this no? This is actually. The oh, network. I was about to say the, the yeah, Hulu would have been an hour and a half. Yeah. But <laughs> so the yeah NXT went off. So okay. Yeah. So well, we got the Clash of the Champions in the background. Not a bad show at all. Did you get to watch it, Big Ugly? I did not. Okay, so you're watching. But it now. I watched the Raw and SmackDown. After. So I'm caught up on the results. Okay, so we all yes. saw um, the return on SmackDown then of Brock Lesnar. Okay. <laughs> oh, Big Ugly doesn't seem too happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He came out to challenge Kofi Kingston after the uh, first segment of the night, a big six-man tag match, and then all of a sudden you hear Brock Lesnar's music, and then Paul Heyman says, I am allowed to say Brock Lesnar challenges you for the WWE Championship at the premiere of Fox SmackDown on Friday night. So obviously it's a way to push that new show. Well, the, the show that's moved to the new network. Big Ugly, let's uh, just go with your thoughts on that. Yeah, so I get, the, I get bringing Brock out for the ratings for moving to Fox. I just, number one, I would have liked him to have had more time off mm -hmm. to get him out of there for a little bit after this recent mm -hmm. loss to Seth Rollins. Number two. Second loss to Seth Rollins. Yeah. A major pay-per-view, right. by the way. Number two, I just don't feel like he should be right back in the title picture. It's like you lose a Seth Rollins and then he comes back and he's like immediately going after Kofi. But it's like the aura of Brock Lesnar already doesn't seem the same since mm -hmm. he lost to somebody that essentially looks like Kofi. Like, he's a small guy, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and he got beat. Um, clean. So it's like, yeah. now moving on to Kofi, it's like, alright, I'm supposed to think he's a threat. I, I just feel like the feud should have started with somebody else. They still could have brought him back if that was the intention, but I feel like not back in the title picture. Yeah, um, maybe let that Kofi, Randy Orton thing keep running a little bit and have Brock, you know, feud with somebody else. Or let him come out and start destroying a couple of uh, mid-carters or whatever the case may be. And just have him work his way back up to that storyline. Like I said, he can still be a, a ticket attraction on the show. Right. He doesn't have to be in the championship. Now, here's the, here's the second part of that. Because of Fox being on a new network, or I'm sorry, SmackDown being on a new network, Fox, are they going to do the same thing that AEW did and put the championship on a recognized sports figure just like they did with Chris Jericho? Just because it's on Fox. Let's go around the table. Let's start with CM Funk. 
Do they do that? And does that totally go with what Big Ugly was just saying and just like, oh man, what the heck? Um, I, I don't know that they do or not, to be honest. I haven't had enough time to really, uh, you know, think about it, you know, too hard. That's why we're on. putting you on the spot. Yeah, I know. I appreciate that. And that's why I'm trying to backpedal out of this. <laughs> but, uh, now, I, well, first off, I wanted to just bring up a point, you know, you, you mentioned something about, you know, putting Brock right into the title picture. And yes, mm -hmm. in a general sense, yes, he was put right into it. But he did come out and challenge Kofi. Kofi didn't have to accept the challenge True. or everything. So from a storyline standpoint, there was a little bit of more of an opening. One, like he just was handed the title shot. True. Which se. has happened before. Right. So <laughs> so I'm okay with it from that standpoint. Okay. As far as him, you know, winning it or losing it because of it going on Fox, I, I don't know which way they're going to go. I think it's more of just having him on the show for, mm -hmm. the, for, for the premiere more than anything else for ratings and all. And uh, I think I, they're going to have Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker. There's a lot of names on that show right now. Yeah. So. So. And... We're going to see the 17th draft in WWE history, Jam and Jason. This year. This year. This year. Yeah. And this time, they're <laughs> supposed to make it SmackDown exclusive, Raw exclusive. No more yeah, wild no card, card, right? As yeah. Michael Cole said several yeah. times on Monday Night Raw. Um, so do is this a good idea, Jam and Jason? Do we finally get specific rosters, specific shows, specific channels? Do we get two different shows? I, I think it's a good idea for now, especially with them going to the new network, Fox. Mm -hmm. But what I can see happening in the future, and I believe I mentioned this a few times, mm -hmm. I think you're going to have USA and Fox fighting over wrestlers. Like, what's going to stop USA from saying, hey, I want Brock on my show? Mm -hmm. mm. So, so I, you think the networks will get involved kind of behind yeah. the scenes? So I think storyline purposes, the draft is great. I think it needs to happen at this point in time. Mm -hmm. But three to six months down the road, what's going to happen with the networks when one of the ratings starts to dip a little bit? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be how, however the draft plays out. How do they balance out the the biggest names and everything mm -hmm. between Raw and SmackDown? I think that's going to be really key for, for that draft. Big Ugly, we've seen this so many times. What do you think? What do you hope comes out of this? Um... Yeah, you know, I was going to ask you guys if you think that they should just do away with the idea of the draft and just have it so that you're – it's almost like you almost have a draft, but you don't have it in name. Like you actually yeah. just start mixing in more of the other storylines on other shows. And it may be like your top guys or the top storyline. You may see some of that. Like I feel like back in the day, if I'm remembering correctly, like back in like the – Early 2000s, you know, late 90s when SmackDown first came around. That's how it was. Mm -hmm. You know, you would see a lot of the most of the main stuff on Raw. SmackDown, they would give like some of the almost like mid carters a lot. But then you would also see like your DX and your your Austin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In some spot. But I feel like they should take it back to that instead of having this defined draft and, and split. And they could almost have an unwritten rule behind the scenes. Like right. a guy can only appear once a week. Right, Randomly. right. You don't know right. the show he's going to be. Yeah, on. and then it, it allows you as the the person making the show to deal with the issue that you know what you what you're talking about, which is like if the ratings start dropping in one show because are right, you're not showing this person enough, you can quick just start putting them in there, mm -hmm. and no one's a wiser. You don't have to be like, oh, we got to do another draft, you know, or like make this wild card rule and all of this stuff. So I, I feel like they they kind of box themselves in the corner sometimes when they continue to go with this this draft and i don't feel like it's necessary yeah it's it's more for the i think the television queue at this point in time i think it's 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 something that we've seen so many times that i speaking of by the way the free agents there are a few 
John Cena, The Undertaker, they're still considered. Ronda Rousey is considered a free agent if she ever. But I mean, these are not well, active superstars. Yeah, I mean, I heard she got put in the uh, the uh, Legends part of the website, so I think she's officially like out. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. but she's going to be on Total Divas. That's coming on on E Network. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to ask think, you. Oh, I'm sorry. I, no, go ahead. I, was, I was just going to say. I think uh, back to the the original point of all this was that um, keeping everything separate and all. I have a feeling that. There's something in the TV contracts where maybe Fox came to WWE and said, we want this to be specific to Fox. Mm -hmm. Like These guys, they have to be right here. They can't go. And I think that's why they're making such a big deal about having this brand split, like a true, true brand split again. Because I have a feeling like that's what the case is. I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of overlapping, at least not for the you know, the foreseeable future. Maybe maybe if ratings, you know, aren't there, mm-hmm. you know, you might start seeing it. But I don't I think they're gonna be true to it and keep it I completely hope, separate. I hope so, because I would love to see completely two separate shows. That's what I'm gonna ask Mike Malo here in a second. Um, it's at the pay per views there might there's overlapping just because they're not gonna have two separate pay per views again and have sixteen pay per views a month. They can't do that. Or sixteen pay per views a year, that's ridiculous. As a fan of watching professional wrestling, Mike Malillo, if you were watching Say, say we, like we're all watching Raw and SmackDown for the past couple of years. It's been sort of the same exact show. It's been on the USA Network. It's been Monday night and Tuesday night, overlapping characters, overlapping storylines. It's way too much. But as a fan, I think you would like to see, and I, I, tell me if I'm right, on Monday night, two or three hours of a completely separate brand, and then on Friday night, a completely separate show, separate camera angles, separate lighting, separate set, and a totally different show. That would entertain you more as a fan, wouldn't it? Yes. Okay. Have you watched Raw or SmackDown recently? I know you might have watched some of it in the past, but have you seen any of it in, to speak uh, of? No. Okay. No, I have not. You haven't missed much. It's been the same <laughs> show <laughs> over and over. Right. But, you know, as a fan, and hopefully when you, when you go into the hospital and you come out, you know, they have Fox on television, either USA or Fox or both, whatever. <laughs> But, you know, check it out. But as a fan, that's what you'd like to see. Something different. Because if you go and watch the same, even with the chorus of the Chesapeake, it's 20 choruses, but they all sing something different, usually. Right. Sing different ways, <laughs> sing different styles, you know, do different choreography. That's what right. you want to see. I, as you guys were talking, I was thinking in my head, um, I was equating this draft and having the, the, the shows equate to, like, Law & Order. They have how many different iterations of Law & Order? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, SVU and Crime Unit and whatever, right, Los especially. Angeles. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, if they're trying to go that route, uh, I'd be interesting to know why. But for me personally, if you had, you know, look, I'm watching Dora the Explorer on Monday, <laughs> okay? And then. The equivalent to Raw. Right. And. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to watch The Magic School Bus on Tuesday. Okay. I want two separate shows. There you go. I, I like that, and I think we're going to see so many separate shows. Big ugly. This, this, we we already got too much content now. We're going to have well, raw because yeah, Mister Rogers is on Wednesday, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, along with AEW and NXT coming on Wednesdays, and uh, Thursday is going to be Impact Wrestling moving to the AXS network, which is on most cable stations. Wait, so what? What day? NXT, NXT is Wednesdays, right? Yep. So uh, SmackDown still Tuesdays. No, it's moving to. That's moving to Friday. SmackDown's moving to Friday. It's now Friday night SmackDown. Yep, it's taking a live out of it. Down live or anything uh, like that. Show. Still going to be live though. Fr- yeah. Friday is a horrible time slot. It, well, it used to. 
be on Friday. And, and it used to do very well on Friday. When at really? the peak of say the Attitude Era, and as it yes. was going into, it did pretty well. Yeah. But, but let's see how it works now. But I think it's this over. But it's like, is that I, it, I? I would I would challenge that that was likely more because of the actual fanfare wrestling and not. It being a Friday, I agree. Like it was at the peak of the attitude era. Yeah. Right. I mean, when Sardo was on Thursday, it was killing it. Went to Friday, still killing it, and then people just kind of was fell out of wrestling and yeah, it just and then it yeah. went to Tuesday, just so it was easier on the the um, the travel trucks and the travel schedule of the guys and the girls yeah. because they have Sunday pay per views or Sunday live events. Actually, it's kind of like Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then they have Wednesday and Thursday off. Yeah. Now it's going to be a little different. Right. So wasn't it on Wednesday at some point when it was on Sci-Fi? SmackDown was that ever on a Wednesday, Jamie? I, I don't so. remember that being on. All right, so was I must be wrong. That might be the only week yeah, of the, uh, that wasn't. Uh, that wasn't okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Did you say yeah. when it was on Sci-Fi? Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. on Sci-Fi for a bit. Yeah. Yep. Sifi. Yeah. Does anybody else find that <laughs> hysterical? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's part of the USA <laughs> Network, and it was okay. a place where they had the time slot open. Huh. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, is like, I, I mean, I, I don't understand all the business workings that go into it, but I would stick with, I, I don't understand why they just didn't stick with USA. I mean, USA has been a network that seemingly just loves wrestling mm-hmm. on their network. So it's like, you know, they get a lot of love from them. So I don't know why Man. they would move somewhere mm-hmm. like a Fox that can be very yeah. iffy. Fox, yeah. Fox, right. Fox, Fox, Fox money. Fox yeah. Yeah. Right. money. Yeah. I mean, and now Disney owns yeah. Fox, so it's Disney money too. Wow. Yeah. So. yeah. But the thing is, is I feel like USA is willing to put up with wrestling's, mm-hmm. let me just say, I guess BS, so to speak, when it comes to <laughs> the up and down ratings compared to someone like a fox you know where it's like That's the they're not thing, they're yeah. not going to put up right. with like these crappy ratings at times they're going to have a lot to live up well, to well but but back to your point about the you know being on a friday night what were people watching on Friday night with Fox sure, anyway? Sure, Could you tell right. me what their, what their uh, Friday <laughs> yeah, night right, yeah, 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 so, yeah. And also something to think about, how many shows has Fox taken on for trial runs mm-hmm. and then just dumped? Dumped them, yes. right. You know, yeah. So maybe, maybe that's what this is. What is this contract? Is this a year? Uh, I would imagine it's got to be longer than that. I would hope yeah. so because Vince doesn't do anything kind of yeah. short-term like that. Well, He's probably... I mean, and with this, they're they're also they're going to do a pre-show on FS1, Fox Sports One, and all a one-hour uh-huh. pre-show. Oh wow! Or at like seven o'clock, I think, or whatever Friday nights or something oh. like that. So that's happening uh, cool. along yeah, with the launch of the show. Yeah, and supposedly it's going to be Renee Young and Kathy Kelly are going to be hosting that. Who? Like the announced the announced teams are going to be totally uh, broken up. Holy yeah. crap! Like they're they're talking they're talking Michael Cole and Corey Graves on SmackDown. So. And, That's their two and hottest then, people, I and guess. then Raw would be somebody totally different. Tom yeah. Phillips or something. Yeah, they're they're yeah. trying to make SmackDown the equal of Raw at this point going forward. Like right. that's what they yeah. want it to be. So. And Fox uh, apparently is like really in love with Renee Young. They really like her, which is why they're using right. her for that pre-show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's a good idea. It's it's going to be an interesting idea. It's going to shake things up. It's going to be interesting to watch. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan because you got wrestling on pretty much every night of the week. And if it's not on streaming somewhere, it's it's on the network or it's one of their many networks that they have. So it's very interesting. We're going to get in. One, Go one ahead. Dra- one more draft-related question. Yeah, yeah. Or statement. Yeah. I think it's time for Raw to drop back down to two hours. And that way every show is Well, yeah, but I, but I think, because before they were using the excuse like, oh, we need to add revenue for yeah. USA to pay yeah. for NXT. Yeah. But now NXT is on USA with right. their own commercials. Well, so. you know what? D- to to counter that a little bit, and usually I'm I'm usually in that two hour old you know camp and all, but Raw has been much better recently since Paul Heyman yes. has been yeah. in charge of it. Yeah, 
like they're filling the three hours now and all where they weren't filling it before. Like right. There, there's not just repeat of the same thing over and over again. Like there's actually three fresh hours on Raw right at the moment. So yeah. I'm not so against them, you know, switching that at this point myself. Plus, if they're going to have the FS1 pre-show, and then that they're going to have two hours of SmackDown. So technically, it's three hours anyway. But if they can fill it, Jam and Jason, if yeah, they can yeah. fill it with good content that's not the same thing over and over again, will you give it a shot? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. See, we'll watch it anyway. I, and, but, and I would argue that even though they're filling it, that's a great thing. But also, it's like... If you know you can fill it, but then give me something shorter, like two hours, it just keeps me wanting more and wanting to watch more. Like like NXT, like you know when I NXT was an hour on the USA on Network, a, right, right. Um, before they went to USA, because now they're they're technically like two hours. Oh, right, okay, so it was an hour on the network on the network, right, right, right. And so it was First. like they were filling that hour, but yes. because they were filling an hour and they weren't showing me everything like they probably had enough to fill two hours mm-hmm. it's like you kept wanting to watch for the next week because you weren't seeing matt riddle every single week yeah. you know so it's like you wanted to see where his storyline was going the next week and just things like that so i got a question for you guys <clears throat> okay only because i don't know Chicken. what is the current draft what what does it look like? Is it just hey we want you we want you? Is it like all right and you and you uh, you go over here on Tommy's team and you're over there with Vince and <laughs> it's like you know, playing kickball pretty much. But is it? It's they they do a show where they and apparently they're going to split this up between two nights. They're going to start it on SmackDown. Started on SmackDown. Uh-huh. So I I don't know if it's whoever's running the show or Vince McMahon or somebody himself saying okay this person's going to be exclusive to SmackDown exclusive to SmackDown so so okay. so so and they're going to pick. As they go along, but it's not going to be a double branded thing because when they go to Raw, they're going to do the same thing. But pretty much, wouldn't that be a, a wash anyway? Because anybody who didn't end up on SmackDown, it's going to be on Raw. Raw. So, are they really drafting at that point? It's just, a, it's just a name. It's just a name. <laughs> okay, but okay. that's technically that's what it should be. So I say that to lead into this: How would you change the draft to make it super entertaining that you could watch it? For more than two Ooh, hours, we would get you the draft. would you turn it into like like an NFL combine? You know, Ooh. have these guys running forty yards, you know, doing a pile driver off the top rope with somebody. It's like the old then, tough enough show. You know, them batting yeah. somebody, you know, out of the way as they're running down the ramp, stuff like that. What would you guys like to see? How would you book the uh, draft, Big Ugly? Draft. I don't know. It's it's I like I like that idea, but the I guess the issue that you would find is that. They're already on the show, so it's like, why? It's like, well, what show would you like go all out for? Like, you know, you're going to make a show, yeah. So it's like, you're going to be on one or the other, yeah. You're going to be on one or the other, so it's like, you would essentially, as a company, have to say that like one of these shows is better than the other, that they have to start, you know, fighting over it and like proving themselves over it. Which just kind of like, you know, craps on your other show. It makes it... Look. But, okay, so what if you incorporated, um, quote-unquote, caps, salary caps or, or star caps or team um, thresholds where wow. you can't go over? So now you have a star system or a, a money system. You know, it's like, money well, ball. yeah, all these all the best guys can go over Raw, but we don't have enough money or we went over our star Account, so you got to mix them up and kind of even it out. So you have superstars on both. Man, Brock Lesnar would have his own show at that point. <laughs> it's just, it'd be just him. He's a salary cap in itself. The one I, thing oh, I was just going to say, the one thing I want, would like them to do is announce how many slots they have for each show. Okay. Like, tell us up front. All right, we're going to draft. I'm just throwing a number out there. 30 for 
SmackDown, 30 for Raw. And then it gives us kind of rounds to look forward to. And then what I would do is I would alternate between, like, or at least in the beginning, do a single wrestler, and then round two, maybe tag teams. This mm-hmm. is a tag team round. Because years past, it's been so random. Sometimes, you know, they'll come up and pick a tag team. Sometimes the very next person will draft a single star, and it just gets completely confusing and random. So I'd like a little organization, some rules. Okay. To piggyback off that, I'd like to see them actually, like, do all of the draft picks or in the shows. Because usually they'll, like, you know, they'll end the (laughs) show, and then you go on their website, and all of a sudden there's, like, 15 more draft picks that have happened, supposedly, you know. And you don't even know about it, but... um, I actually like the idea of uh, doing it like dodgeball or something and all. I think they should line everybody up on the stage. <laughs> yeah. And you just have like, you know, the Raw general manager and the SmackDown general manager, which they'd have to create those again. But yeah. right. And you just have them picking. Like, you know, I want him. I want him. And then like whoever the last person is, like that's that kid. That's a storyline. Right yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, poor Heath Slater. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, Who I was thinking. Or Kurt, Kurt <laughs> Hawkins, yeah. you know. But yeah. That's what I was thinking. If, you, if you're not going to put some organization, put no organization in it. And just have it just like kickball or dodgeball. And just like that, line them all up, and just yeah. pick. That would be fun. So it's it's interesting. We're going to see that in a couple of weeks. Uh, I think we all have some different ideas on that, but it's it's going to be fun to watch. Um, I think we could take a break here uh, in just a minute yeah. um, and come back with another segment. Well, we'll talk about Clash of Champions. We'll talk about AEW All Out and also their first upcoming live television show that CM Funk and myself are going to go to. Um, and we'll talk about a little bit more UFC coming to DC. Uh, did, I think I yeah, you texted me about, text that. You about yeah. that. So yeah. that's something interesting. Yeah. It's not too bad. A lot more coming up. So stay right there. And wherever you are, I guess you don't have to stay there. You could move if you still can listen to us. If you're driving, keep driving. Yeah, <laughs> drive safely. And uh, don't mess with my discount. And we'll be back after this musical interlude. Welcome back to the dirty. Yeah. Ugly. I didn't know what to do it. That's all right. <laughs> Just cut me off and have trouble with timing. Welcome back. That's all right. The Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. We want to give some shout outs on this segment. We want to shout out to Corey Berger, B E R G E R, and mm. his cookies. Yummy cookies. Yeah, he, took, he took this up last night. He yeah. sure did, man. Yeah. And they're, they're much quieter than Funyuns, by the way. <laughs> the yeah, the Yeti mic picks up the Funyuns. So if you hear that, uh, we're sponsored right now by Funyuns, but Vitamin Water, Coke Zero, Sprite. Pepsi Zero, and Iron Man 3, apparently. And we're working uh, things out with Hulu. We are. <laughs> we're, we are, because we've been watching Hulu. And I, count, I guess we're watching half of it, and it's on half, so we're watching a quarter of it. But that's our fault. That's not Hulu's fault. So, anyway, shout out to Mike Barton. We were talking about him on the break. Michael Spetton, yeah. as he's also known. Um, really, really good guy. He's got his own podcast, um, and he's got his own uh, you know, th- uh, theater troupe, The Foul Players, and um, he's got his own, uh, you know, he's doing he's doing auditions for television shows and movies, and he's also uh, having some health issues as well. So many many shout outs to him, Mike Malillo yeah. as well. Another chorus of the Chesapeake sure. member, and monster uh, of a human being. He, he is Jesus. He's large. Talking about the uh, Andre <laughs> the Giant ish. Yeah. As, as far as size, he's six foot eight, six nine, maybe. Yeah. Uh, just as nice. He's a he's a real good guy though. Yeah. Andre was nice if he if he liked you. From what I understand, yeah. if he did not like you, he was like, and he would like grab you by the head and throw you aside. But um, yeah, Michael Spen, Mike Mike Barton, good guy. Yeah. Speaking of, they're trying to uh, remake the Prince uh, Princess Bride. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 How do they? Yeah, no, yeah. America is uniting to not let yeah. this happen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I've seen yeah. America unite two times. 
in my life so far. The first time was 9-11, right? America. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The second time was when Phil Collins wanted to come out of retirement. <laughs> and they're like, no, Phil, you should not. Right? And I want to see you guys unite for this one. Don't let them make it. Make right. another one. Uh, uh, something I read, uh, this just goes in, Saved by the Bell. They're going to remake that Oh, I saw too. that. Mm. They are doing a new one. Zach Morris is going to be like the governor. Yeah. Um, but he's not going to be starred in no. the show. He might have a cameo. Yeah, he'll have cameos because he's going to be starring in another NBC show right. at the same time. And this yeah, is supposed mixed, to be mixed on a different channel. Mixed right? mixed yeah, mixed that's mixed what it is. Yeah. Are they going to have Dustin yeah. Diamond, the resident like uh, inmate, prisoner? Well, the only two people I've heard confirmed is uh, <laughs> AC, AC Slater and um, Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, yeah. They'll be both. Jesse will be a guidance counselor at Bayside and Slater mm-hmm. will be a coach. And then they said the other members will Talk about likely Peter make cameos at different points. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. They got to have Mr. Belding. I mean, uh, Charles, whatever his name I is. He, I think he passed away. Yeah, I don't think he passed away. Are you serious? I think he passed away. Because he was doing, like, stand-up. Uh, Garrett Thomas the Google, Google Machine. Google Machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was doing, like, stand-up comedy and all kinds of stuff for a while. I thought he also got really oh, he big. Was, he yeah, did. Right. Yeah. Yeah, big, very big boy. I don't know. I'm a, no, I could be wrong about that. No, I just no, I think Dennis I think Haskins. I heard that. Too. Dennis Haskins is his name. Yeah. yeah. No, he's think, still alive. Oh, he's, okay. He's 68 years old. Oh, okay. Yeah, look at him. Oh, he's he's Hulk Hogan. He is a bit. Uh, he's plumped up a little bit. He's a bit chunky. Yeah. yeah. He could be. He probably ain't Lisa Turtle. From Boys I think they are. I think they are going to go with a different principal, though. I don't think they're trying to bring him back. Yeah, I don't know if he'd be the principal at this point, especially if Bayside High is supposed to be this like awesome technological school or something like that. It's it's supposed to be that kind of storyline. Really? Okay. So Zach Morris being the governor. So apparently, there's supposed to be some. School district districting issue, like where are you going to go to school? Like all these kids, public, private, whatever. So they're going to have sort of a draft or whatever, and and this is going to be like the magnet school. They're going to line up all the kids in a row, right? And shoot them. No, <laughs> no. you're going to line up all the kids in a row and just say, "Hey, you go to this school, you go to this school." That's you look it. smart. Come over here. Can I, can I yeah. just say something? Yeah. Loved Saved by the Bell. Loved it. Yes. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah. The first. Yeah. The, the, the first. Did y'all see the, the movie? No. Oh, okay. no. Sorry. Wait a minute. What? I went too far. You uh, didn't see, like, Wedding in Las Vegas? Like, when Zach and Kevin Oh, they saw, married oh I split stuff. them up into yeah, episodes. I, I saw. Yeah, I didn't see the yeah. whole thing together. Okay. But I saw that. But the college years, no. I, but I didn't see the college years. Hell no. But this is the worst tangent we have ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we were talking about reboots and stuff like that, and I just saw it on social media today. It is a pretty bad tangent. Yeah. But, yeah, but we're, we're like, we're full on board into this yeah, tangent. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, no. Dustin Diamond. He's, he's, got, he's, he's not even on my notes. We're, we're looking up if Dennis Haskins is still alive. I mean, we're like full He's going to do a walk-in, not a run-in, but a walk-in. This is, this is serious business. Yeah. This, that's the potential to reshape my childhood. Right. <laughs> Jim and Jason, when we were wa- when we were watching pay-per-views for forty nine right. ninety five and getting King's Pizza. I yeah. mean, if if we don't see AC Slater wearing skins in a fanny pack, yeah. how is it ever going to uh, come back in right. style? Uh, it's good point. It's good, I don't know point. if this ever came up when we were watching the old WCW pay-per-view. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> maybe should when we were watching Sold Out. Remember that? That was terrible. Oh, oh yeah. The what if they had? Uh, we should have started talking about this. Yeah. What if they had wrestling matches for like T? Uh, 80s and 90s TV shows. 
like Ooh. 90s TV shows. Celebrity uh, wrestling. Like, like celebrity, celebrity wrestling. Boxing. They did celebrity boxing. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Danny Bonaduce. Yeah. Danny Bonaduce <laughs> wrestles Dustin Diamond. Oh, my God. <laughs> that'd be great. That's yeah. a main event yeah. anywhere yeah. in a country. Yeah. I would pay <laughs> anything to watch that. Like, that should be on Fox. Oh, like, yeah. You know? That oh would my God. get ratings. Yeah. There's right. no doubt yeah. about it. Right. Oh, maybe man. They'll, maybe they'll be drafted in, right? in the uh, WWE draft. So. Man, they, they can, like, yeah. overdub Judge Mills Lane's voice. Right. <laughs> Let's get it on. the dirty or the ugly part of our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not the wrestling yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> I want to shout... Jesus. I want to shout out uh, one more person. Uh, uh, a new colleague of mine. Her name is Gabriella. She works with a company called XS. XS. That's two letters. XS. They do, uh, you know, power bars, health drinks, uh, energy drinks, and all kinds of other uh, cosmetic kind of stuff. So um, if you look up XS, you're going to find it. It's good stuff. And uh, she's going to come out probably to one of our podcasts one time, if we, if you don't mind us having her. She, she's going to cross-promote us as well. Let's do it. So, uh, Gabriella. I, I want to make sure I understood you right. She yeah. does, like, power bars, energy food, as, yeah. and cosmetics. All. Yeah. It's all kinds of same stuff. In the same kind of So it's all, like, company. all natural type things. Yeah. All natural. All like... No no preservatives okay, or additives. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's all kind of same okay. stuff. I tell you, the energy drink I had, the, the orange one, that was pretty good. But they have like twelve different flavors, so yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff. Um, hey, where? Oh shit! Oh, let's just look at your. Sorry, <laughs> focus. I, I can't. We're no, gonna go back okay. on Saved by Dude, the that's Bell. That's Saved by the Bell. Really took us out. This is this is another tangent. Oh, here we're, we go. We're talking about the kids. Did you guys see the like really like uh, edgy, provocative commercial with like the back to school from like the Sandy Hook? Um, foundation uh-uh. where it like shows the kids and there it starts off like a very generic like where they're like using new stuff for like school like they're like yeah. oh I got this new clothes and stuff like that yeah. and it starts getting dark where you see like they're still talking about the stuff and they're like I'm glad my mom brought me the scissors but like there's a school shooting going on and they're like waiting by the door to like stab the this is a commercial out. yeah wow. this what? thing is like completely edgy but it's like at the end of it the message is like you know watch the signs like as far as like you know oh, school be shootings aware. and stuff yeah being aware like really really edgy Whoa. commercial like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah you guys should check that was out was this yeah. one like regular like network television or I'm not sure I found it online okay um, because you know of course because how edgy it was people are writing articles about it I'm but, sure um, yeah I have not seen it on TV yet um, but yeah maybe yeah. after after we're done I'll, I'll show it to you guys it's yeah please yeah. do yeah, yeah. Mm. okay so they're really trying to get the word out there uh, yeah. back when we all went to school um, yeah. I remember uh, <laughs> yeah they didn't do any of that <laughs> of course we didn't have we had after school specials like, yeah we did you know about oh, yeah. like, smoking and stuff right, like that. right. That it. Alyssa yeah. Milano and uh, you know all those people Don't were on those who's the boss they need to remake that yeah. Please remake. Yeah, that. I mean, I think Columbine was like the first school shooting. Sorry, yeah, like ninety nine. That okay. was like yeah, another yeah. yeah. well, first publicized one because the internet yeah. was just kind of coming up at True. that. So it, that True. was yeah, right. uh, very very publicized. Um, okay, we got to check this commercial out at some point in time. That's very interesting. Huh. Speaking of commercials on television and a television show, Madison Square Garden, Monday Night Raw. On right. the, I had to bring it back around. <laughs> CM Funk, you're wearing the shirt. You broke I, my neck on that I, left yeah, shirt. Yeah, 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 that was a big one. Um, I, I, I am. I am. I had the pleasure and honor to cross something off my bucket list. I was in New York. A week and a half ago, uh, from when this is being recorded, mm-hmm. uh, and I was able to get a ticket to see Monday Night Raw live at Madison Square Garden for the uh, first time for the, in for the first time in five years. I think they said yeah. it had been so um, first time ever for you in the garden too, and first time for me ever going to MSG. It was fan freaking tastic. So I grew up 
in that area. Okay. What was your take of just, not just MSG, but the whole Penn Station going up? You know. Well, I, I've been to Penn Station many times. I've okay. been I've been to the building of MSG okay. plenty of times. I've just never been into the arena and all itself. Yeah. And uh, dude, it was fantastic. Like awesome. it was just so cool. It was, I mean, it, there's a reason they call it the Mecca, and like it sure. really is the Mecca. So, uh, but fantastic, awesome. The New York crowd is as hot of a crowd as I've ever been a part of at a yeah. live event. Um, it. I went back and rewatched Raw to just to see kind of you know the differences, mm-hmm. and you do not even. It didn't even come across on TV how hot the crowd actually was. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, and which is a shame because like they were into every single thing that went on during Raw. Um, it was it was amazing. So I sent you time. a text message That's when cool. the first pop of the show is Stone Cold Steve Austin the uh, glass breaking. I I thought that came across very well on television, but that had to be a hundred times oh, better in person. Dude, it was unbelievable. I I mean I've seen Stone Cold many many times, mm-hmm. you know, and I've been there for the glass shattering. You know, I've been there for Taker coming out i've been there for hogan you know i've been there for all the big names when they come out and i've never heard a noise like i did when um when stone cold's uh, glass broke and he he came out it was <laughs> unbelievable great the professional wrestling still has that kind of aura behind it where yeah. that can happen yeah um i'm really glad about that jim and jason biggest pop ever that you remember either been a part of or seen that i've seen yep i have to say the First time I saw Hogan at the Baltimore Arena. Okay. 1989 against Macho Man Randy Savage. Was this a, a house oh, show? House show, yeah. Wow. Yep. And July, that was a pop? July of 89, yeah. That that had to be the biggest. Wow. I mean, the whole place was shaking. Was the whole place <laughs> packed? It was packed. It was so packed back back then, they actually set up um, chairs on the stage. Oh, right. Do you remember Yeah, like that? those like bleacher some, chairs yeah, or whatever like those bleachers, were. Yeah, on the stage, and that's where we were sitting, actually on the wow. stage. Wow. Did they have the 300 level open and everything? Oh, yeah. yeah wow. Everything. See, yeah. those were the days, man. Yep. I tell you what, that was amazing. That was truly. When we talk about a pop, Mike, I'm sure you know this from especially. It's just kind of when the crowd explodes, like in the, in the thing. Uh-huh. So, have you ever been to an event or a concert or anything where you've heard like a loud roar, loud pop from a crowd? <clears throat> uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that last <laughs> chorus of the Chesapeake, I show you. Uh, yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, so, actually, but the coolest. Uh, fan experience is when uh, we went down uh, Quartet used to sing it with Tim uh, Tim Armacost mm-hmm. and Terry and Steve Spees from Hartford County we okay. went and sang at the 7th inning stretch at Camden Yards Ooh. and uh, after we got done singing our set here in uh, the Pack Stadium just applaud and cheer for yeah. The job we did was pretty fun. This must have been a while ago because you said Camden Yards and Pack Stadium in the same sentence. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> it was like three, four years ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, well, Billy Joel was packed, but that that's a completely oh, different story. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. 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 How about biggest pop for you, Big Ugly? I think biggest pop, I would probably have to say, um, I went to the I went to the uh, the Raw right before the pay per view where The Rock was going to face Cena for the. The, mm-hmm. sec- the, sec- the last time. Okay. So it was like 2012. So yeah. when The Rock came out, that was probably the biggest pop-up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because it was a lot of people. It was like Triple A, Shawn Michaels came out, Brock Lesnar was there, CM Punk, everybody. That's a hell of a but card. The- yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but The Rock got like, yeah, biggest pop. Other than that, I mean, I'd probably say comparable would be Kofi Kingston winning at WrestleMania. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty loud. Yeah, that was loud. Pop, and that was yeah. sort of an unexpected pop yeah. because really none of us thought it was going to happen. Yeah. And then when uh, it actually did, and then it, and that, that was like a... The pop got bigger as it went along. It didn't just pop and fizzle. It was just, it was awesome. Second biggest pop for me was after I, um, I slept for ten hours and I got out of bed and my knees, <laughs> 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 echoed. 
That's <laughs> what I like to hear. I mean, and you're still walking these days, so that's good. Here we are. And uh, just to throw this in, I think mine was WrestleMania 32, AT&T Stadium, 101,000 people. That's Damn. what it was said. And uh, unexpectedly, you know, you got Shawn Michaels that came out. That got a pretty big pop. Mick Foley came out. Pop kind of died off. <laughs> um, but they, they did it for a reason because it was almost silent. And then the glass broke and Austin 316. And, and he's from Texas. And he hasn't been on WWE television mm-hmm. for two years. Mm-hmm. Um and he came out uh, with the Austin shirt on, got in the ring, and they all, you know, stuff. But that popped right there. Just, I was in the middle of that. It was incredible. Man. I was I was blown up after that. That WrestleMania wasn't fantastic overall, but that was great. So, fan experience, go to a wrestling match. Go to watch Course of Chesapeake. Go watch anything <laughs> you want. Um, you know, Dundalk.org, right? Yep. Check us out on the website. Yep. Don't go to the member portal unless you're a member, but you can be a member. Try to hack it. Let us know how we do Well, I mean, <laughs> Doug might not like that. But. <laughs> anyway, um, Madison Square Garden, I'm so glad you got to go. Yeah, it was an awesome how time. Cool. And just, just to let you guys know, too, um, for anybody that maybe didn't read this one line, so the show ended with um, Austin in the ring with the uh, five guys that were in the five faces that yeah. were in the uh, six or ten man tag, and um, it kind of ended quickly. And they actually stayed in the ring for another fifteen minutes. I, they, they cut another whole deal with um, with the OC and with AJ Styles. Ooh. And Austin actually like um, put AJ Styles over huge, put him over huge as a face, putting a heel over. And um, got him to come into the ring and all this and was literally putting him over. And then, of course, he pulled the and stunned uh, um, AJ one more time. And <laughs> gave, gave him a beer. They, 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 they toasted the beer and everything. And as AJ's drinking the beer, Spit-take. Austin uh, yeah, the uh, stunner on him again. No, it, 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 was, awesome. it was awesome, man. They went. They they put. They uh, left the crowd uh, go home happy after uh, after the show went off. That's the air. so awesome. cool. Yeah. And Austin used to do that all the time. Yeah. He would always be on the last segment of the show, and even if he wasn't, he would come back out. And just have fun with the fans. And they must. He must have had about a hundred beers thrown into him after the uh, show went <laughs> off the air too. Like IPAs, still yeah, dangerous. No, uh, yeah, yeah. Can I think there were canned, canned versions IPAs. of his IPA. His, I've been looking for that every state that I go to. I can't find completely it. Completely sold out nationwide. Apparently, well, he probably bought them all to take <laughs> them all to the arena to throw them all around. Or having more of his uh, straight up Steve Austin TV show, you know, which was pretty good too. Six yeah. episodes. I was going to ask you guys season. if you've been watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty good show. I wanted show. to watch. Because Sal Volcano from Repentical Jokers was on. That was a good episode. Yeah. Was it? I, I got to check. Was a good it out. episode. The and last he was, one. He was at uh, Madison Square Garden too. Was he? Yeah. After uh, it went yeah. off the air, uh, Stone Cold had the mic and he went over and he toasted with uh, Sal again. Like, oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I cool. say that's a gr- that's a good show. Back what do y'all think about Austin coming back? If they were going to do like another GM of a brand, I'm okay with it. I'm good with hey, it. He's very entertaining. Yeah. He's good on the mic. Would you um, like to see him more uh, in the wrestling active role or like managing mm, ringside, yeah. coaching the guys I, in the ring? Yeah, I think the more the general manager yeah, role. I think, it, yeah, those days for him to be in the ring are gone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he can still he can still stun a few people. I don't think anybody mind that. But, yeah, sure. Yeah. He can still take a bump or two now and again. But as far as a full wrestling match, I, I don't think he would want to do it. I don't think I'd want to see it either because yeah. that would just take away from – the aura, you know, one of the, I think the last match he had on television was against The Rock. That was the third match at WrestleMania yeah. they yeah, had. That was it, yeah. and that was not the best one. No, no. but uh, he went out 
And uh, I think he's doing things on his own terms now. But yeah. I wonder what the motivation is. So, I mean, going back to the Brock Lesnar thing. Yeah. Are they close in age? Stone no. Cold and Brock, no? Austin's no. in his 50s. Yeah, Austin's like 50s, early 50s. I think oh, Lesnar is in like... his 40s. Yeah. Like early, okay. Early 40s. 40s. Early 40s. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he still has quite a bit of time to... Yeah. Yeah, and Austin's got too many energy... Or too many injuries. Too many energy drinks. Yeah, too many energies from Gabriella's company. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Gabriella yeah. XS, thank you I mean, very much. Broken neck. He's got neck fusion and all no sorts shit. of bad yeah. knees. Wow. His knees have been blown out a couple times. So, yeah, he's... Yeah. Right. And it's amazing that he went through all that. I mean, one of those was from a freak injury in the ring, but the rest of that is just from wear and tear on a reg- regular professional wrestling career. You can imagine what all amazing. these guys that are not getting pushes are going through physically. Right. It's amazing. Well, that brings me back. I guess that brings me back to Brock Lesnar. What's his motivation to get back into it? Money. CM <laughs> Funk did it again. Yeah. And Lesnar doesn't take the kind of beating that the other guys are taking. Oh, yeah. He's no. not. He's not traveling to every show. Mm. He's coming in at special shows. He bare, He doesn't wrestle on these programs. He only wrestles at pay per views for the if most part. If you want to call it right. wrestling, if you want to call it wrestling, gotcha. right? Yeah. Right. So I mean, Lesnar's got it sweet. He's not taking the beating that these other guys mm-hmm. are. You know, he's and he's probably getting paid more than everybody. Yeah, else. yeah, he's getting paid the most on a roster. Yeah, especially right. now that Cena isn't there. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, would you right. say he's probably doing five matches a year? He's got to wrestling every night. Like, yeah, and he yeah. did. He used to. You know, when he was, when he was first around, he sure. was wrestling every show every night. But, but he only did it for two years. Only two years. Right. So, like, and then he, he went off in UFC. Right, played a little oh, football. Man, it was it was that short. Oh, two years. He did football. Two years. He was in and out. Right. He did football for a year. It didn't work. He went to UFC where you don't necessarily fight all the time, but you do a lot of training. Right. But that doesn't that's luck, not the wear and tear of the beat down on yeah. your body. And lucky for him, he, he had a lot of success very early yeah, in UFC. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause was his first match the champion? No, he no. didn't get the no. title. No. Champion, uh, right? third. Third third his third? Yeah. So, he but he won the heavyweight championship. Man. Yeah. But he got beat. You know, I mean, he's been beat up a couple times, and when it has been, it's been convincing because he can take a beating. It just doesn't happen a lot. You talking about wrestling or uh, both? Actually, okay. He's t- he took a beating in UFC a couple times, and that's when he decided to kind of yeah stay out of that. Yeah, Alistair Overeem, but he was yeah. I think he'd already started suffering from diverticulitis. He did when yeah. he was getting beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which he was gonna he was contemplating he didn't know retirement he, think, at that point. Yeah, in time. I don't think he knew he had it right when he went into the fight. Right. 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 Yeah. And then I thought afterwards it might have been at the excuse time, but no, it wasn't. It was just, it was real. Yeah. So, ah, amazing. Just, yeah, uh, the amount of money he gets paid for the amount of work that he puts in, it's all about branding. You know, he's built himself up as this brand, which goes back again. Let's way turn back to what you said earlier, Big Ugly, that he lost. He lost to Seth Rollins, and he lost to Seth Rollins again. So he comes right in, and now he's the challenger, which, you know, he did make the challenge, CM Funk. But again, he's in a main title pick. How can you put him in a like a mid card picture at this point in time? Can you do? I mean, not like a some kind of main event storyline. Doesn't have to be for the title. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can uh, you can only put him in a special attraction. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and the thing yeah. that that's the thing is you like can't put, put him in a worker role right now. Put him in a special attraction that's just not where the storyline is. I want to be the champion. Like give it some other. Story. I don't right. know what I don't know what it can be. Just bragging rights, even. Right, just, just something. Yeah. Could yeah, he parallel something. Stone Cold as a, a general manager as well? He has no personality. He, he no. cannot. <laughs> do not give him a microphone. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. He, he has Paul Heyman, who is uh, an executive and a manager and also somebody working on one of the shows, having him as a mouthpiece, yeah. which is great. The only time Brock ever really talks is to say curse words. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> literally, that's true. Yeah. 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 Amazing. He gets, he'll take the mic away from Paul Heyman and be like, you're my bitch, you know, whatever, and just... But Paul <laughs> Heyman will be the one selling the show, selling the match, and selling Brock, yeah. I think the last time Brock Lesnar had a microphone... He was in that. There was that table setting in the middle of the ring, and he sat in the, the lazy boy chair and and kicked back for ten minutes. And he was saying, "If I'm going to be on your show, this is what I want. I want a plane. I want a private dressing room. I want this, that." And it was the most boring thing I've ever seen in my life. I was watching well, it live. What was this? This was like the early when he his this first is run? when he first came back. Oh, uh, like eight to eight or ten years ago, roughly. It's, it's been about five. Yeah, it hasn't been. WrestleMania twenty eight, seven years ago, probably. Yeah. It was like two thousand twelve, right? Yeah. Roughly, so, yeah, because I was yeah. at that Raw after the WrestleMania in Miami, and he came out the Raw after that. That's when he attacked John Cena. Yes, because I was at the Raw. The That's one that I was talking about with the pop was yeah. the one where he fought Triple H. Yes, and Shawn Michaels was like at ringside. Right. So, yeah. All right. Oh man. Yeah. Good times. Need but he actually lost that one. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Triple How about H. that? Yeah. That was before he started like dominating everybody. <laughs> yeah. Man, uh, you look at Brock Lesnar. Triple H right put now. himself over in a match? That's weird. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> H, Such a giving guy, usually. He put right. himself over on the beginning of the NXT uh, on sure USA. Did. He did. He did. He was, the first shot was a camera right in his face. Yeah, yeah. but but that's going to draw you in on NXT. It is. If you've never seen it before, right. yeah, I so. know. And then he actually had the camera follow him, and he opened the curtain and showed the crowd. I thought it was pretty cool. It was a opening. nice little... I yeah. thought it was pretty cool. Opening. Yeah. Because I didn't realize he was behind the, the curtain. I didn't either. I yeah. thought it was just a video package. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. yeah. So. Well done. What are we watching yeah. here? Is that Goldberg? Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's a uh, revival. Uh, yeah, it's a revival on New Day. And the, the New uh, Day SmackDown tag team titles between a Raw tag team and a SmackDown tag team. Both of those titles changed at Clash of Champions. They, they and did. the other thing I fear about this Brock Lesnar yeah. thing is that they're <laughs> they're likely going to actually put the belt. Like he's likely going to win the title again at some point. And yeah, I'm just not looking forward to that, man. Like, cause it's like I don't see them having Brock get beat. By Rollins and Kofi Kingston, I just don't see it happening. So, so my, my only thing that so I've been thinking about it. Yeah, I've had time to think about it now. <laughs> You're not on the spot been, right now. Yeah. It's been like a whole forty minutes, so yeah. I've had time to think about it. So um, the only reason I would say Brock doesn't win is because it would put Paul Heyman having to be on two shows while he's the executive director of Raw now. Like, and yeah. I don't know if that's like. Pushing too much for you know for Heyman depends uh, on their I guess well, they the travel could swi- schedule. Well, they could switch. C- Kofi could get drafted to Raw, right? Yeah, that's oh, true. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They could draft the WWE yeah, championship. They could, they, could to Raw. Uni- they could switch them where Universal goes to SmackDown. Yeah, and- but but then they'd have to change the color of the Universal title. It'll be blue. It's, it's red. Yeah, but yeah, then it would, they, they, they like might the, do. But it. it would look like the women's. Title. I would like the blue. Oh, that's true. But then it would look like the women's title. Yeah. So yeah. well, the universal title looks like the women's title, or they could just unveil a completely title. new universal title where they don't make it brand centric. Mm-hmm. They, they could, could just do a new title. They should, or they should just get they rid won't. of that title. Right. Well, they you can't said do they, that. Won't. <laughs> <laughs> they won't. <laughs> the WWE Championship is now a model for every title that pretty much they have on the upper roster. And have you noticed that they're calling the WWE Championship now the WWE World Heavyweight Championship? Yeah, they've started calling it that. What was it before? It, ju- it was WWE just WWE Championship. Championship. Oh. But now it's like they need to have it have a special title because it's going to be on SmackDown. Well, that's what Paul Heyman was calling the WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> right. Doing the same thing. So they need more pop right. with so, the name. I, th- I think it's for TV purposes. It's got to be. Anyway. Interesting. Yeah. It's got to be It sounds like a Vinceism. 
<laughs> Everything is event system. Hey, XFL's coming out soon. You can get tickets for the Defenders. I think there's still some seats available. I'm Did sure there are all. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's still some. Jamie, Jason, when I say XFL, what are you thinking about? Oh, it's only my last year. It's <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, when yeah, I think so. XFL, I think those tickets are right next to the gift card you see at Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same little thing. I want to go to a game, man. Just at least one. I'm, I'm, I'm in for a game. I'm got to go to the DC Defenders. All right, I'm in. Before they tear down RFK Stadium, they should have it in there. They're not going to. No, they will. Should. No, because it will fall it will down. Collapse around them. Yeah. yeah, it will. <laughs> man, RFK is getting torn down. I, I think I think the XFL overestimates Americans' desire for second rate shows wow. in general, you know. And that's and, and it's not it's not to uh criticize them, but I mean it's just true. It'll be second rate to the NFL and you know it's like Baseball fans that watch, you know, major league a lot of them aren't watching the minors, you know. Right. Same thing with WWE. Most of their fan base <laughs> are not watching NXT, you know. It's like they weren't, right. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I think that they're they're just overestimating it a bit. And right. I know that they want to change it where I know the first round was a lot of like mixing in the wrestling, even yeah. when you had like the commentators with, you know, the football but backstage pro. Still it's like I mean, there are other wrestling programs. I mean, you know, you've got arena football, you've got CFL, there are other wrestling leagues out there right. that don't get American attention because Americans just want to see NFL. Like that's right. it. Mm-hmm. So I I think if if the XFL <clears throat> Would be would market itself as a minor league or a developmental league for the NFL. Mm-hmm. It would succeed. It may right. not draw like you know fifteen right. twenty thousand people every week, but you put it in the smaller stadiums where you know you're going to draw five thousand fans, and that's what your baseline is. And you develop it as a developmental territory, basically, and all it will succeed because you're going to have plenty of people, plenty of college stars that didn't, you know, get drafted. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Plenty of NFL people that don't play. Right. You're, yeah. you're gonna that you don't have contracts. You're going to be able right. to get these guys to come in and play because they know now they've got a, a springboard to, you know, go. And yeah. fans will be more interested because they'll be like, oh, hey. I know this guy. This guy, he could end up, you know, with my team, yeah. you know, down the road or something. Right. Or and so, I mean, and, and I think you're right. I think that, Come, like it's almost like a gimmick that you're like running with it, and I think that that's what Ice Cube and his business partner have done with the Big Three, where it's like their thing is like, here's a league where you got three on three basketball for the guys that have aged out of the NBA. Mm-hmm. So all of your favorite NBA guys that are too old to play at that level, you can come watch them here, and it's going to draw in it's a certain idea. fan base, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, um, it's and it's going to appeal to a certain amount of people. So yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with that, especially on television. It's going to be a different experience television than it is live, but, you know, we'll see. We will see. You can watch it on Hulu. You can watch half the game. <laughs> I don't know what half they're going to play, but <laughs> just, just the first half. You'll never know who actually wins or loses. On Hulu. So it, start, it starts next year, right? So yeah, February. 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 Shortly after the Super right Bowl. I think Super two okay. weeks after the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, how, how are they getting the players? Like, what are they doing? Are they drafting players? Or they, Yeah, they've, they've done like one round of drafts or whatever. <clears throat> it was like for a quarterback. Like, everybody got to pick a quarterback yeah. all off the bat. And then the rest of it will be like a small draft. And then it'll be basically just like free agent people coming in. Yeah. All in practice, wanting to get that yeah. experience or that. Right, like, yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> are they? Are they? I don't know how. I don't know, are they talking about getting like NFL free agents that aren't like playing a league that aren't getting picked up? Because I think that's that, what I was thinking. I think that'll get them some attention. Maybe. I like, would hope you know. that they're going to do. The problem with that is those NFL players that you're hoping that they might get will never do that because of the possibility of being injured. 
and then they ruin their chance for these right. multi-million dollar contracts. Yeah. XFLs, everybody's being paid basically the same yeah. thing, and it's right. like a real, it's right. like a hundred thousand dollars. Very streamlined. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. simple. <clears throat> so like, you know, those guys, those NFL players, I mean, they're not going to take a chance of yeah. getting hurt. Well, I'm so. thinking about, I'm thinking about some of the NFL like. Because sometimes you get the you get the NFL free agents that you know are going to get picked up by a team, which they're not going to risk going to the XFL. You know they they know they're going to get picked up. Right. But then sometimes you get free agents that they're on their last their last straw. Like they they yeah. might not make the season. If they miss the season, it's, it's a wrap. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, so I'm wondering if they like going after those guys. You know, like mm. just for example, and I know he's a special case, but Kyler Kaepernick is technically a free agent. Yeah, he's never going to play in the NFL again. No, no. but you know, it's like they could they could pick somebody yeah, like him really up because he wants to play sure. football. I mean, you know, they, so from what I understand, they've talked to like uh, Johnny Manziel, you know, Johnny football. Right, yeah, there you know, go. Not yeah. Johnny wrestling, not to be confused. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny football. Yeah, that's and, um, another good one. Yeah, Impact so wrestling. like. So like yeah, there are some names I'm sure that they've contacted you know to get them because they they're sure they're going to want some name recognition yeah. you know people right. have a reason yeah. the original yeah. XFL had some name recognition there mm-hmm. were a couple of guys that were uh, B level C level stars in the NFL you know yeah. so um, so yeah I mean they'll definitely do that but I I the way that it's such a business the NFL is such a business now and the contracts are so big. Like a lot of these guys are just not gonna chance, you know. Chance, yeah, um, it makes playing sense. in another league. Yeah. Plus, yeah. plus it plays out of season. It's playing, you know, February through April. You know, when everybody else is taking that's when the NFL guys take that time off. So, right. You know, so it's so it's I don't know. It doesn't really line up, and I think it'll be. I, I say I, I don't think it's it's set up quite right. It's gonna fail, unfortunately. But um, hey, what, what day of the week are they running? Do you know? I don't know. Tuesday uh, after thir- Thursday, <laughs> probably yeah. Thursday because they don't have a wrestling event on Thursday. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> I, I think if he's if he's chancing doing it again, I mean, he's got to expect that it's it might fail. You know, like I said, it very well might? could fail. You know, it, it failed the first time, but I would think if he's going to chance doing this again, he's got to change everything, pretty much everything that he tried to do the first time. Um, I don't even think he would try it again 15 years later. Yeah. I mean, there's there's things to look at, like, okay, everybody just got done watching the Super Bowl, but who really watched the Super Bowl? I mean, could it be you know, everybody watched the Super Bowl just because it's the Super Bowl? Because the month before that, the only people that are really watching football are the people that are following the teams that are left, um, or fantasy people, which is, you know, people watching fantasy football. Um, other than that, is there a huge demand for football in that time after the Super Bowl is over? Right. That's what Vince is going to look for yeah. and what how he's going to present it on television because it's certainly not going to be the X amount of 5,000 people in every stadium. That's not right. his target audience. It's television that he's targeting here. Um, I, you know, what what's actually going to happen and how it's going to play out? It it is set up to fail, but it's not set up to succeed either. So it's just a, it's a, it's an experiment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something Vince wanted to do yeah. on his bucket list. It's before a very he... expensive experiment. Yeah, yeah. And kind yeah. of an unnecessary one. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, Vince wanted to get so far yeah. away from the public eye of professional wrestling that he's doing this behind the scenes and staying out of it. So I I don't know. So his main Vin, purpose. Vince made the announcement. Back when all of the stuff was going on with Comcast, yeah, right, yes. and the NFL's popularity waned big time yep. for a couple of years. Yes, yeah. So at the time when he made the announcement, it maybe made some sense. Like, yes. oh, I, I, there's some there's some fans out there that I can get. You know, there's some something to be done. Yeah, but because it's taken so long to get it up and running. The NFL is making a comeback again. Yeah. Will it ever reach yeah. the heights that it once did? Maybe not, but it's much more popular. You don't hear people c- 
complaining about the players anymore and and everything and talking about that. Like I was, I watched you know week one and everything. Uh, Mike, uh, yeah. you, you and I, uh, we did. We, we, we watched the uh, Ravens beat um, some other team. <laughs> yeah, we won't mention about. who they were. Miami. Um, yeah. Um, so <laughs> hey, Miami only lost forty seven to nothing that second week to uh, the Patriots. It's forty three. I'm but, sorry, forty something. So yeah, that that defense closer. is improving. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Their defense is improving. Yeah. Right. Wow. Um, anyway, uh, but. If you look at the league across the board, like outside of Miami, where yeah. they don't draw fans anyway, if you looked at all the rest, like the stadiums were full exactly. for the opening week again, which right. they haven't been the last couple of years. True. So, yeah, Vince has lost his window of opportunity, I think, at this point for the XFL. Yeah, and that was my point. I think we, when we talked about this on one of the episodes yeah. uh, for the podcast when Vince first announced it, that's right. exactly what I said because he announced it even then. So this was like, what, 2017, I think he yeah. announced it? And he, oh, was God, like, yeah. he was like 2020. And that's what I was saying then was that like wow. all of this stuff was already going to be have like blown over yeah. by the time this stuff releases, and that's exactly what we're running into. Yeah. Um, no, no one cares anymore. Everybody's like, I'm back to watching football. So, you know, in the NFL. Yep. Somebody brought up a point to me, and again, this is a tangent, but uh, college football is actually drawing more TV and more live fans than professional football I at this point it. in time. You believe that? I believe it. You watch college football? Yep, Penn State. We are. Okay. And, and uh, you got to say, for most of those college football games, except for the teams that, you know, aren't, you know, televised, or, their stadiums are full, 100,000 oh, yeah. people every time. Just yeah. about. You watch college football, anybody? I don't, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. I I don't know if is that the is that is that like has that always been the case or is that just like is that recently after like the Colin Kaepernick stuff in it's football? It's been popular, but you've seen more of a TV cue and a popularity for college football sure. in the past couple of years. Yeah. And it that, there's no way the XFL can compete with that. Right. At no. all. Yeah. But like you said, if they're going to try to draft college players or get college players that aren't going to go to the NFL, they need somewhere to go. So you, you think about movies like The Longest Yard. They go to prison leagues. They go to ca- Canada. They go uh, across the world and play in Spain or whatever. Yeah. So they need somewhere to play. Because I would argue that... Over the years, we've seen a lot of NFL teams. Like a lot of NFL teams just suck, and they suck, <laughs> and they suck consistently. <coughs> you know, where, I'm sorry. Where, Chad, I love you, but you, you know, <laughs> see, <I'm fine>. yeah. <laughs> it's like well known that college, like college players, they play with a lot more passion yep. than NFL yeah. players. You know, and it's just a completely different vibe. You know, they're not getting right. paid millions of dollars. Yeah, if, you know, it's like it's not they're playing to for... hopefully get. Millions of right. dollars, you yeah. know, so they're playing hard. So I can imagine this is more exciting. Um, well, and so. and in college fan bases are much more rabid than they are in the NFL yeah. as well, right. because True. most people have a uh, a bigger connection to the school that they went sure. to, yes. or or if it's a school in the area. Like I, right. I'm a huge Virginia Tech fan. I didn't go to yeah. Virginia Tech or anything like that. I know people that went to Virginia Tech, had some friends and stuff like that that went there. And just became a huge fan of the Hokies and stuff. You ever been to a game? And I've never been. That's on my bucket list as well. I get to Lane Stadium in Blacksburg. Shout out Let me to know. I'll go. Uh, Virginia Tech University. I'll go with you. Um, you know, so it's, you know, the, the fan base in college football is much more rabid and will stay yeah. true to their team there more than the NFL will. Right. The NFL is really because there's so much money and politics involved in it that yeah. people can get disenchanted by it very quickly as we've seen over the last few years. Right. So. It's almost cult like college football. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean I mean there's nothing like tailgating at a college football game. Yes. Yeah. Amen. So absolutely and, 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 and yeah yeah the crowd base is so much different. Um you know it's it's just amazing. I went to 
uh, Towson University. And granted, it's not on the same level as college football, but it is a college football. Uh, and did lots of tailgating, yeah, yeah. lots of school spirit, right? Yeah. you know, all kinds of, you know. And, and Joe Flacco, his son is actually their quarterback. His brother, right? His brother. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah brother, son. Yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting. Um, he's a small guy, too. Yeah. I, I, I ran, he's not I, yeah, tall. He was at an event I was shooting, yeah. Wait, current? Like current? Yeah, yeah. very current. Uh, yeah. Tom Flacco. And he's fast, too. He's totally not like his brother. Yeah. He, he scrambles out of the pocket. He's fast. Um, and he, uh, he the first game that they won, like, 30. Actually, they're undefeated right now, Towson. Wow. So, sorry, it's not son. That would be interesting. Um, but it, it's just a fan base, and this is what circles back around to Vince. How does he capture that? Or is this an experiment in season one to see if he can catch that? And if not, he just dumps it before it gets killed? You know, the XFL? Smart. Well, and the, the thing is, it's we're really on this XFL. What the hell? Right? I mean, why not? This, this is much better than Saved by the Bell, by the way. Yeah. Um, this is one of our better tapes. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't knock Saved we, by the uh, Bell. We, we all the low, the low, and the high of the high. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, the thing, too, though, like, Vince put all of his own money into this. So, mm. you know, yeah, he's got some TV money and all that's come back for whatever. I don't even know what TV it's going to be on. Have they even announced like a I TV um, think so. contract or anything like that? So, so like, if he does, if it doesn't work, it's not like he's playing with other people's money where he's got to, like, you know, worry about that and figure out how to either pay them back or, you know, or make sure the contracts get filled and that. This is all out of his pocket. So he already knows going into it. If he loses it, he loses it, and it's not like it matters if he loses the money. He, the, mm. the man is a billionaire, you right. know. So yeah. you know he still has plenty of stock left. It's not like it's a gamble. Money, it's so. if it if it fails, right. it fails. Right. He's playing with house money, as it were. You know, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So you know, if it does fail, so be it. It fails, and he packs up, and you see him back. You know, ruining Monday Night Raw. In, you know, <laughs> uh, just, uh, a year's time. So. Oh. Man, I tell you, it's it's been a fun conversation so far. This could go on forever, and it probably will. Um, no, not not too far. But um, hey, I wanna before we take another break and come back and talk about pro wrestling because we can. Um, I just want to shout out to the, the big ugly. Uh, we actually started a little bit of a Facebook campaign with the marketing. Yes, um, we did. The past couple of weeks. Have you been taking a look at the results of that? I did not. Okay. I just let you go until I do his thing. <laughs> I, can see, I can see some of it yeah. through the Facebook. Um, you should yeah, check I it out. Yeah, I did see a lot of shares mm-hmm. on there. You know, I saw I saw the word getting around. I did not take a look at the results as far as listening. Uh, but yeah, it, it shows shares, it shows likes, it shows engagements as far as the Facebook thing. So yeah. it, it did pretty well considering the audience that we were putting it out to. And when I went back to SoundCloud and I started going through our uh, list of archived episodes, which you can listen to all of them uh, from SoundCloud, all 70 episodes so far, including 71 today, uh, the numbers did go up. So nice, nice. It did work, so we appreciate all of you listeners and uh, you know new listeners as well as uh, current and former listeners. And you know it's a, it's a great conversation. We're not right. We're not wrong. We're just fans of a lot of different stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's great, and, and we appreciate everybody chiming in and coming out. It's a nice little experiment. We can do it, you know, once in a while. Yeah, yeah. And so, we will immediately start selling merch. Yep. <laughs> still wearing still got the merch, yeah. there's shirts, there's uh stationery, it's all out here, playing cards and coasters and all kinds of we still got flyers, a couple of flyers left. Thank you so much, CM Funk. Word. Know, they're probably still <laughs> some of those flyers are still probably somewhere near the uh the, the MetLife Stadium area um that we solicited that day. That was great. Oh and and, and just to 
The hat, the hat made it to Madison Square it Garden. Did. So uh, it was on our it was, Facebook it was, page. It was there. It was there because we did uh, share it on our Facebook page, which you did might you not have saw. But I, I, a I group that you're familiar with, the Baltimore Bass Busters, oh, Bass yeah. Buster, Bass. Bass, Bass. I want to call yeah. it the Bass. Yeah. The Baltimore Bass Busters. Um, yeah, I did tag that on oh, Facebook. So okay, well, good. I'll I'll have to ask them about ask that. them because <laughs> it's on social media. So we'll take one more break. And uh, another musical interlude, and we'll come back and we'll talk about Clash of the Champions, NXT, AEW, All Out, and whatever other pro wrestling there happens to be at that point in time. Jamie Jason, you still got some Coke Zero still left. Still got so some Coke Zero. We got one more segment in us. There we go. Brother. And one more time, we're back with the Dirty Ugly Wrestling. Yep. Yeah podcast <laughs> there it was that was timing no overlapping it was great we got all the guests in the house big ugly we are in your house the mansion 2.0 amen brother and uh we got cm funk the king of non-social media hashtag no hashtag still here how you feeling uh, I'm, I'm hanging in there. Okay. I'm hanging in there. That's good. We got Jam and Jason with his Coke Zero. That's right. Still hanging. Oh, yeah. Supporting the Ravens, supporting Hulkamania, and you oh, actually yeah. tempted me to get a Coke Zero, so I'm actually mixing Pepsi uh, Zero with Coke Zero at this point in time. Still, still, still equals zero. Well, still equals zero. So that's good. Um, <laughs> and we still got Mike Malillo, who is here, uh, and uh, he's going to be here long after we do this podcast yeah. to come back and tell us, hey, man, I had open heart surgery. And still, remember... Get your comments in about what he needs to say on the operating table, in the operating room, to the doctor. Check us out on Facebook. Comments about Mike Melillo and his open heart surgery because we're going to let you know, and yes, I'm going to tag you in it. Yeah. I, I really look forward to it. <laughs> so, all right. How about we talk a little pro wrestling on this podcast? Let's do it. Have we done that yet? In a, very in a kind of roundabout yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> we are watching Clash of the Champions in the background. Because Big Ugly does have the WWE Network again. Yeah, temporarily. Temporary. <laughs> what are you stealing it? No. Whoa, <laughs> just we, until we talk about so, stealing cable on yeah. this podcast. We say leveraging. Mm. Uh, no, just until I get tired of paying the nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's still nine ninety nine. I see you hit my PayPal account. Like, hey, why am I, I haven't watched anything on that. <laughs> Speaking of, if you would like them to still have the WWE Network in the coming months, donate. $9.99. We're asking one for donations. One small payment of $9.99. We get one donation. You can watch the network for a month. Right. PayPal, gift cards, loose change, yeah. anything. <laughs> oh, my god. Has anything been good on the network? Has anybody watched anything? Like, they did any good 24-7s? They got some good chronicles that they're doing now where they follow the wrestler around for X amount of time. Uh, you know, they followed Sasha Banks around yeah. on her comeback. So. Gotcha. It's kind. Of, it's really a shoot. Yeah. So she's playing a heel character, but it, they do a shoot behind the scenes where right. she's like smiling, crying, and all yeah. stuff. They just kept canceling too much stuff. It yeah. Kind of me, it kind of turned me off. I started watching something like Breaking Ground. Yeah. And then didn't come back. You right. Know? That was I a think good show. The, the Edge and Christian thing canceled too, right? Or did I, they do another one? They uh, they actually okay. signed that one for another one, so they're they gonna did? bring that okay. back. Okay. All right. Uh, Road Trip. What is it called? Road Wild. Um, the hell, yeah. wherever they're in the yeah. car, yeah. yeah, yeah, that one's pretty good. Ride along, ride along. The hell am I thinking? <laughs> that's a old WCW pay per view. Road wild, no hog wild, hog wild. That's what it was. Hog wild. But that, it was only hog wild for the first year, and then it was road right. wild. But it was okay. both in Sturgis, uh, and you could three bring of them in Sturgis. Three of them Sturgis. First one was hog wild. The next two were road, road wild. Wasn't hog wild the movie with Tim Allen? Yes. <laughs> no, that's uh, wild hogs. Oh, oh, is that what it is? <laughs> same thing though, because it's the motorcycles. <laughs> We, All right. we have gotten off the wrestling well, I told you, we were going to talk about pro wrestling, <laughs> Big Ugly, and then we went on a tangent. Sorry. Shake it off. 
Let's talk about Clash of Champions. Let me just go through the list. Let's talk about the winners and the losers, and then I'll throw it out to the open, open tangent. So Drew Gulak, as we talked about, defended the Cruiserweight Championship in the kickoff show and beat Umberto Carrillo. Okay. And Lince Dorado. I actually know that name. Um, and AJ Styles in the kickoff show. Um, okay. And he defeated Cedric Alexander, which was actually not a bad match at all for the kickoff show. Uh, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler in the first match of the actual pay-per-view, which it's still called, defeated Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman to win the Raw Tag Team Championships. And that does spill over later because Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman now have to face each other for the Universal Championship later on. We'll get to that. Bailey defeated Charlotte Flair with a very Flair-like cheating maneuver in a very short match um, in Charlotte's hometown in the Queen City, which was very interesting. The Revival, who we talked about earlier, Dawson and Wilder, defeated the New Day by submission, and uh, they did win, I believe, the Tag Team Championships, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, which I like more and more every time I see, defeated Fire and Desire, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Shinsuke, he's still around, remember? Yeah, yeah. Nakamura. With Sami Zayn, who is his mouthpiece, who kind of talked on a microphone through most of the match. We'll get to that later. Defeated The Miz um, to keep the Intercontinental Championship. Sasha Banks defeated Becky Lynch by disqualification and set up the feud to continue to go. So this is the third time they've had a feud. Um, Kofi Kingston defeated Randy Orton clean for the WWE Championship. Eric Rowan in the semi-main event defeated Roman Reigns. Oh, my God. Okay. I got to stop right there before I start going. And then Seth Rollins defeated Braun Strowman, I believe clean, to retain yeah. the Universal Championship. Mm -hmm. So, there's a lot to talk about in there. <clears throat> Mostly the last two matches. Yeah. Um, let's just, Big Ugly, this is uh, half your podcast, half mine. It's dirty and it's ugly, yeah. so let's start with the dirty. <laughs> let's start with the ugly. Yeah. Go ahead. So, the Roman Reigns uh, defeat. Did, did Luke Harper come out during this one? Yes. 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 Yeah. That was when he made his when return. He, yeah. So I don't like it. I don't. <laughs> I I see that they're trying to. I don't know. I guess build up Rowan. I I think it's. I don't know if it's like too late for that. He just lacks a personality for it. I just. I don't understand it. They just should have kept him with Daniel Bryan, and I don't know. Let this thing run into a Daniel Bryan and Reigns feud with yeah. Rowan. Rowan uh, Unless yeah. this is a big swerve, I think that's off the table. But uh, wow. So you're not a fan. I'm not a fan at all. Are you a fan of Roman going down clean? No, just does understand. that give him any sympathy, or does that help at all? I mean, is it? It was basically a vehicle for Rowan that's not working. Yeah, exactly. I okay. feel like if it was somebody else that that the fans actually cared about, it would it would be perfect. But I mean, Rowan came out. I think one of the like like the SmackDown after he after he uh, turned on Daniel Bryan. Yeah, and he got like nothing. No reaction. No reaction whatsoever in the main segment of the show. Right. Yeah. That's bad. Jam and Jason. Yeah. Eric Rowan. No, but let me, what I thought it was interesting about the whole final two matches of the pay-per-view. Yeah. The Wyatt family. They were all yeah. over it. Yeah. You had Harper. Right. Rowan, right. You had Strowman, who yep. for a small amount of time was right. a Wyatt member. And then what closed the show? What, Bray Wyatt uh, coming out and destroying That was actually pretty sets. cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I was okay. wondering if they were kind of going to build up something with that again, where... I don't know something strange. Okay, with the well, I would love to see the Wyatt family actually succeed in something. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know how much, how many times they'll keep going back to this well, but Eric Rowan and Luke Harper just don't do well. Like, 
by themselves. No, they don't. Luke Harper yeah. did okay by himself, actually, for a little while. Intercontinental yeah. picture, you know, yeah. not too bad. But yeah. together, <laughs> no. Yeah. Not buying it. Not buying <laughs> it. No. Sam Funk? So I got, I got two comments on the Rowan, Roman. Roman, Rowan, Rowan, Roman. Roman, Rowan? Yeah, that Mark. One, Eric Rowan has his own theme music. So that, that was pretty exciting. Yeah. And two, like, Eric Rowan can actually talk on the mics pretty well, considering he hasn't talked on the mic in the last, like, five years that he's been on television. So I, I don't know. I don't mind it. It, it. Is it going to get over? Probably not. But I don't I don't mind it. I, I like the Luke Harper pop. It had a bigger effect Sunday than it did on SmackDown on Tuesday when right. it came back out again and to a completely uh, dead crowd. But um, What about the yeah. match itself, Rowan and Roman? Oh, there was a match. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. I mean, it didn't do anything for me specifically. I mean, it wasn't like any kind of show stealer. I mean, it was actually yeah. a come down match if you think about it. Yeah. It was because yeah. it was coming off of Kofi and Randy, which was actually a decent match. Yeah. Um. So it was just out of place too. It was the only non-title match. On yeah. A show called Clash of the. Uh, amen. Yeah. That's yeah. Amen. Yeah. It shouldn't. It should have happened on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. I'm okay with that. So. Uh, as I mentioned to you on uh, Tuesday night when I talked to you, Mike, it was Clash of Champions, supposed to be a whole, every championship on the line, but they did have this one match that didn't actually have a champion involved. So, I mean. But, but on the bright side, every championship was actually on the line, So, uh, which usually doesn't happen at this Clash is true. of Champions. Yeah. So, or Night of Champions or whatever. So why do you yeah. think they had that one without the champion on it? Just as consolation? Uh, Roman Reigns Roman has Reigns. to be on the show. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's like printed out in the paper. contract. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever storyline he happens to be in, that just this this happens to be it. So Roman Reigns, um, he's actually he was he fought leukemia uh, last year for the second time in his There's life. There's a wrestler named Leukemia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roman Reigns versus Leukemia. <laughs> and Roman Reigns went over. And he went over. Um, Luke Leukemia. Right. Yeah. Uh, not Luke Harper, Luke <laughs> Oh, God, too soon? And, well, I guess not. He beat it, so he, I mean, he won. He, he didn't beat Eric Rowan, but he beat Leukemia. Yeah, so, uh, I mean... Braun. Oh, that's right. So, that's right. I remember you telling me from the last time he yeah. was a real heel, and then yep. he yeah. brought, then they brought him back. They're like, oh, they really hated it. Like, the crowds guy. loved to hate him. Technically, he was yeah. a good guy, but they loved to hate him. He, you know, hadn't got this issue. Yeah. Um, if everybody figured out it was real, not a work, then everybody got behind Roman Reigns, and then eight or eight months later, however much, he came back to a huge pop, and yeah. now he's a face with no traction. This doesn't ah. help the traction because he's really not doing anything. But they did add on SmackDown this week, Daniel Bryan came out to actually show that he was still not on Rowan's side, I guess. And then uh, Harper and... Uh, Rowan beat both of them up bad, badly. So they got a tag team thing coming soon. In Hell in a Cell, I would imagine. In Hell in a Cell, which is the next show coming up in like two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm is a, yeah. too you, soon. Yeah. I would tell you what's coming soon, an injury for one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's coming. Didn't he put that over in his promo? Or no, it was the AOP that did that. They started doing these backstage promos where they're saying, they don't want us in the ring because we hurt people and we injure people. Yeah, that's what Eric Rowan does. Mm -hmm. So, and Harper's done it too. So, we'll see. Uh, and Hell in a Cell does come up in two weeks. Real soon. Real freaking soon. Yeah, I have not missed AOP either. Just yeah. For anybody that cares. They're supposed well, I, I apparently nobody like, cares. I actually liked their little backstage uh, interview vignette. I thought it was kind of neat. Yeah. They had them talking. The vignettes are good. Yeah. Let's see when they get in the ring. Well, yeah, of course. Speaking but. of vignettes, did they did they nix the Mustafa Ali like uh, motivational speaker thing? They did. 
<laughs> He's coming out in wrestling, but they they, they nixed the. They, apparently, it didn't work. Yeah, that's a it's a good <laughs> thing because I was just like, nobody. this is this is not good. Okay, I'm not sure what that is. It might be a tongue depressor. It's it might a, be a nail file. It's a nail file. Okay, so <laughs> that's a tangent. Dual purpose. Seth goes over clean. Yep. Uh, Braun Strowman. What do you guys think about that? Like they're really setting Seth up, Seth up to be like. Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as Bray Wyatt cut a promo about Hell in a Cell, I knew this is where they were going to go with it. But Braun Strowman still gets no love. He is big. Yeah. He's a beast. He's got personality enough to, you know. Yeah. And they still will what did, not what did push he do? him. What did, what did he do wrong? Like, so, I, he had a couple of issues back then. Uh, scheduling was one. You know, showing up one time. Uh, mm. He uh, that was one, and then the pop, the political thing where he thought he should be in a push in a storyline, and he told the wrong thing to the wrong person at the wrong time, mm. okay. and then that's why he got saddled with a ten year old at WrestleMania. Um, right. so, yeah, so that was a nice little gimmick. He had no partner, and uh, they pulled a ten year old son of one of the referees out to actually be his partner, and WrestleMania the biggest show of the year. So he is an attraction. What does Braun Strowman need to do, or whose ass does he need to kiss? To actually get a fair push, did he ever win AEW, the championship? Baby. Do no. I remember? No. He's never. What won did a you s- say? Go to AEW. That's a good segue. <laughs> we're about that. He, he, he's never won a singles title or in the main roster. He's only won the tag team titles. Yeah, that's, that's the truth, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Isn't that terrible? That's crazy. Yeah. What What if he teams? What if they create a new storyline with Roman and him, and then Roman teaches him how to be? Just this badass heel. <laughs> it's like, come, I'll show you the ways. Haven't they fought each other? Yeah, they fought like each yeah. other like for four straight pay per views, ending with like an ambulance match or yeah. something yeah. like that. Uh, and they yeah. were all actually really good matches. This is where these. Strowman was the heel, but getting cheered, and Roman was the face getting, getting booed. booed. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Not not bad matches. Yeah. Um, Jam and Jason. I don't know. Did back then when we were talking, you know, got the Hulkamania mm-hmm. shirt on. Braun Strowman is six foot ten. 385 pounds. Prototypical Vince McMahon guy. Yeah. Why? Why doesn't he get pushed? I don't know, because back then he would have been... The champion for 10 years. Right, yeah. He's not the champion. He would have feuded with Hogan for probably a good six months to a year. Like, that would have been your WrestleMania off of the year. Yeah. Now, granted, yeah, if it was him and Hogan, right. he would have Hogan would have went over. Right. Sure. Problem is, is Braun would have never won then either. Yeah. <laughs> so. but, but if he lost to WrestleMania, that would have been different back then when you didn't have as many pay per views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, it was and a, and, 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 and the build. difference also too would have been that he would have been a heel going up against Hogan. But it's like it's clearly like he's been a face, yeah, and yeah. he's still not yeah. getting belts or yeah. titles. You know, it's yeah. like because I, I, I think most of it's because they. They want Rollins to be their face, so they're not of the company, so they're not going to put Strowman over over Rollins. Now, I could see Strowman and the Fiend at some point, maybe Strowman going over on Bray Wyatt. Yeah, you know, but you think it'll come in time? Like he just has to wait his turn until Rollins is okay. Now he's in, and now Rollins moves on, and then they find somebody else. I think by that time it's going to be too late. Too late for him. Yeah. It's a yeah, they're, they're kind of killing him. Um, it's already been a couple years of him being cheered, oh, and he hasn't got yeah, any done what, yeah. what is this with yeah. Rollins? Why is he the main guy? Be, because he's he's prototypical. He's not this big super size, no. but he's still prototypical. And you know, people cheer him. People say, y- "Y'all burn it down." By the way, Madison Square Garden, burn it down. Loud is all. Hot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they really yeah. did burn it down. Do we do we get behind Rollins though? Nope. I just, oh. I just, I just can't, man. I mean, I, I respect Rollins. He's cool, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but 
I would much rather see AJ Styles matches than Seth Rollins matches. Mm. Yep. Um, I think Rollins so. has uh, uh, lewd pictures of Vince McMahon that he's like, look, <laughs> if you don't make me the man, I'm going to go to the National Enquirer. I tell you, Rollins back as a heel when he cashed in the money in the bank, that run he had for the year after that was great. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But I just can't. I'm not buying him as a face. Well, I mean, you have you kind of have to have him as face because other than that, who's the face of the company? I know. I, I mean, you can't put Reigns in that position anymore no, right now. No. So you you really just don't have a choice. Is it is it is it biased? Why does it default? Have, but why does it, why does there have to be a male face? I mean, why isn't Be- why is why Becky Lynch? Lynch He's the man. The face. Woke like, statement of the podcast. Right, yeah. yeah. Super woke. woke. Yeah. <laughs> Are you um, single? Because I'm sure a lot yeah, of women no, yeah, are like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, this is but, true. Like, because like, I feel the same way about Becky Lynch being on the cover of the uh, video game. Why is Roman on it too? Why couldn't Becky just be on it by herself? Yep, that's right. a very you know, that's the truth. Yeah. So, like to me, like Becky Lynch is the face of the company right now. And, Amen. And not it's Seth Rollins. Yeah. But and I mean, they're yeah. always going to put a man. They need so, a earlier male. this year was Becky and Ronda. They were yeah, yeah the they, were, the yeah, yeah. they were it. I mean, who, who else even was it? Uh, you know, in, in the male superstar of the year, it wasn't Roman. You know, he was in a sleep match, at, not sleeper, sleep mm-hmm. match at WrestleMania. Um, you know, and there was uh, who was Kofi Kingston won the title, right? And, 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 and even if you were going, <laughs> even if you're going to put somebody on the face with with Becky, why wouldn't it have been somebody like Kofi, like the two champions that really came out on top at the end of yeah. WrestleMania, like Roman just he just came back, like why? Yeah, anyway, because they're they're because they're they're all uh, Roman and Rollins, yeah. and they are always going to shoehorn them in yeah, somewhere, somewhere so that their faces are front and forward. Yeah. Jam and Jason, you did touch on this about the Fiend. Yes. So let, let's talk about that. The character, the storyline. Oh, yeah. Let's go into the Fiend. What do you think about that? Oh, I love the character, and I'm okay with the feud. I think it's too soon to have Hell in the Cell. I mean, they're just having it because hey, it's October and it's Hell in the Cell month, and, and it's it's Halloween ish. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of. I'd rather Hell in the Cell be reserved for. The blow off at the very end of a feud after they've had two or three matches and it's a big blood feud going on. Okay. Blow it off the Hell in a Cell. Having the first match in the feud, the Hell in a Cell, well, how do you follow that up? Does it what? even, is it even a feud? Yeah, is it even a feud? Yeah. Is this a one off? Feel like a one off? What do you uh, think? I, I, I'd have rather at Clash Champions, Braun and Seth would have, there would have been some sort of screwy finish to it, which would, you know, constitute a rematch mm-hmm. where Seth. And Braun wrestled in Hell in a Cell. There you go. There you go. And then have the Fiend perfect attack during the Hell in a Cell match. Like you know, it comes up through the, uh, you know, pulls yeah, a Kane or an Undertaker and comes up sure. through, or or do, just yeah. does his entrance thing right. where he just shows up in the ring, you know, whatever. But yeah, is what it is at this point. And I think as much as yes, I don't want to see it happen this quick for him. You almost have to have Bray Wyatt in this match, and you have to have him go over Rollins immediately. If not, you lose all the momentum that you have going with the Fiend and with yeah. Firefly, Firehouse, Firefly Fun House. Yeah, there we go. Which is my next topic. Yeah, but I mean, you, you've you've almost got to do something with Bray Wyatt now. If you just if you just keep dangling him out there, people are just going to go soft on it and go quiet on it again. Before I get big ugly, we're going to talk about the Firefly Fun House. Did, did Bray Wyatt ever win the title? He won the... The Universal yeah. title? Because even no, Randy no, Orton fought, right? Not the Universal. It was no, the, the WWE yeah, Championship. The WWE yeah. title. Was I that... He, I think he won it in an elimination, elimination chamber. chamber. Yeah. And then lost it at WrestleMania. Okay. I, yeah. I thought yeah. there was some kind of short transition. Yeah. But that, that was Bray Wyatt winning it. This yeah. is The Fiend okay. wrestling. So it's not Bray Wyatt wrestling. It's The Fiend. Even though they seem to get screwy on that see, sometimes. I, what I wanted to see is The Fiend win a few feuds. 
throw them up there against some mid-card people, let them destroy, win a few I, feuds, I have them win the Rumble, and then you could have this match that they're going to have at WrestleMania. Right. I, I think agree. you're right, and I think that because at this point, without him having any feuds, he has to win the belt. Yeah. Or, you know, just like seeing Funk is saying, if he doesn't, all it loses all yes. steam, and it's right, just yep. like, this was all for nothing. Yep. Again. Yeah. So, at, well, just real quick, at Madison Square Garden, Every time they put the teaser up for the Firefly Funhouse and all, that crowd went absolutely nuts. I mean, it was like, and and it was only the short little segment, you know, because it was a, it was a tease. So people mm-hmm. thought, oh, he's coming out, or they're doing a, a segment and all, and it didn't matter because I think they did like three teases throughout the night and mm-hmm. before they finally yeah. aired the um, Funhouse segment and all. And I mean, it just got, and then it got deathly quiet when the actual segment came on because people wanted to hear what he was going to say, whether it made sense or not. You know, it, it was. You know, so that's how over he is, and you've got to take advantage of it at this point. And and that's what I want to talk to you because Big Ugly, we talked about this on a couple other podcasts. Like, what does this Firefly Funhouse actually pay off and do? Yes. So, are you enjoying the inclusion of the Firefly Funhouse, which is still happening, and the Bray Wyatt fiend character coming out to beat down people? Is it working for you as entertainment? It's definitely working for me, and I'm definitely entertained by it. I would like to see it go on a little bit further even before seeing him go for the championship. Mm -hmm. I guess mostly because I'm so scared that they're just going to screw it up. (laughs) Because the WWE has done it to us before. Exactly. They've done it before. So I'd rather just see him continue to, like like Jam and Jay said, maybe do some other feuds, dominate, and just keep this thing going for a while before they just completely let him lose all the steam. Was it supposed to get as over as it's getting? I mean, I think so. It seems like it, the way they've been setting it up. I mean, they've been giving it a lot of attention. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if they thought it was going to get over as much as it was, but I'm sure when Bray, you know, pitched it and put it together and all, I mean, they not, for as much money as they put into doing the vignettes, even the first, you know, one or two and yeah. all, I mean, yeah, there, there had to be something behind it that they were hoping for. Whether, whether it was to get to this level or not, I don't know, you know, but... But That's what I'm saying. If it doesn't, if it wasn't planned to get over, do they just bury it? I, I, I really hope not. That would be silly. Uh, <laughs> like I the same thing with the 24/7 championship. Did they expect that to get as over as it did? No. no. But the people that are working that angle are are getting it over. Right. The people that are involved in actually putting effort into what their storyline is. Yeah. It's working. Same Everything. thing with Bray. He's right. getting to be creative with these exactly. segments with Firefly it's Funhouse, and it's working. Yeah. It's amazing how it's amazing how when you let the wrestlers, the performers, the entertainers be involved in their creative process, it's amazing what can happen to the television. Yeah, and that's a big thing that I'm sure Heyman is letting them implement because he did a lot of that back in ECW and even his writing in the WWF days. And, and I mean, to do what Bray has done right now is like pretty tough because, you know, I, I feel like people are kind of soured on him, you know, yeah. because he oh, wasn't yeah. really winning matches and stuff when he was, you know, solo. And then they put him with Matt Hardy, you mm-hmm. know, and I was kind of like, okay, you know, but it's like the Bray Wyatt character had already kind of gone down from the days of the super hype when he was with the Wyatt family, mm-hmm. when everybody really wanted to see him win the title and stuff like that. Yep. So for him to come back and get this hot again, and he's kind of changed his character, but he's not that much. You yeah. know, he's still that creepy, speaking in riddles kind of kind of character. He, but people are hot on him again. Yeah. And hopefully they just keep it going, man. So leads all back to when we get to Hell in a Cell. This makes 100% sense that he wins the championship. 
It's I, I mean, so. it makes sense. It makes because that sense. means yeah. that Seth Rollins, as the baby face of the company, yeah. has to fight up from underneath, get sympathy, and go back to fighting for that title again. Yeah. I, I think he needs to squash, though. This... For me, this goes back really. To, yeah. This goes back to when he wrestled Finn Balor. The only time the Fiend has really wrestled, like, and you're still Finn, mad that Finn I, got that little I, bit of offense, Finn aren't you? Have never gotten offense. <laughs> if they wanted to put the Fiend over as like this, just super powered, like this, this other being and all, he should just have squashed Finn Balor yeah, out, yeah. and then yeah. that would have led to a good comeback in you know at WrestleMania for the Demon, you know, to, to appear, and then uh, all of a sudden you got Demon versus Fiend. God, still going to happen that's, eventually. That, that's but. main event stuff right there. Same thing with Rollins. If they want to keep Rollins as the main guy, his first match, he needs to get squashed by him and then really be fighting up from from under. That's a nice catalyst for a feud. Right. Yeah. Because if you have a back-and-forth match that ends clean, there's nowhere to go. Right. Exactly. You need somebody to squash you know, or, or BS finishes, which I like. And they brought some of that back to some of this Clash of the Champions, as we were talking about the, uh, the Bailey-Charlotte. Uh, no. Yes. Bailey Charlotte. Yeah. So I, I like that. It was three yeah. minutes and 45 seconds, and Bailey screwed her over in her hometown. That's beautiful. And then she grabbed her title and just sprinted right ran. out there. That was classic. See, that's, that was classic. that's professional wrestling. Dude, the, the, the Clash of Champions pay-per-view, and we were talking about this a little off-air, or I mentioned it. Yeah. They, I thought this was like the best pay-per-view that they've done this year outside of maybe WrestleMania hmm. at all. You know, so... I, I enjoyed it from I enjoyed all the matches. I'm not saying every match was a ma- classic because yeah. you know not every match was great, but yeah. I loved the flow of it, the stories for each of the matches, and then uh, something we haven't even touched on yet: the fact that they brought the lights down to do the introduction at the mm-hmm. beginning of all the uh, title matches and all was fantastic. I thought it was maybe a little bit overkill when you have like seven matches, but. Yeah. Still, I liked it. it. Was something different? Like I was invested. Like I, it felt like big fight feel where each of the matches. So. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So uh, again, you said mentioned a little overkill. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, if they get rid of the video packages, I'll be happy. I'm sorry. I talk about that all the time. The pay per view would be two hours shorter. Well, I found out, Mike, that. Um, if you actually watch the pay-per-view the next day, you can fast-forward to this. Yeah. You don't have to watch them. That's, that's very true. That's awesome. If I don't watch it live, that's right. But, uh, hey. I, I think that they, I think that WWE is very much aware that a lot of people probably aren't tuning in every single week to Raw and SmackDown. You're right. And so yeah. a lot of people tune in to the pay-per-views. You know, mm-hmm. they want to see the big the big matches. You're right. And they're like, we got to recap it for those people. Other than that, they might not tune into their pay-per-views because they'll just be completely lost. Yeah, so I got you. So that's the WWE world, universe, whatever you want to call it. Uh, NXT is now on USA, half on USA, half on the network. That was a pretty good kickoff show that they had. Um, SmackDown is moving to Friday night, so by the next time we get on the podcast, Big Ugly, we'll be talking about Friday night SmackDown on yeah. Fox. Um, let's uh, jump into a little AEW CM Funk. Because uh, we will be going to their very first live television in you DC. Sure, will be. Yes, indeed. And that'll be pretty cool. Capital um, One or wait, it's not Capital One Arena anymore, right? Uh, it is, isn't it? It's, no, um, it's the MCI Center. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I think <laughs> it's still Capital One. It's still Capital One Arena. Yeah. Right, it used some, to be the Verizon Center. That's it what it was. Yeah. And then it changed it to the MCI Center yeah, before that. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so many things. I but I think uh, since the Capitals started winning and then they got that deal with Capital One, is big money for that name, Capitals Capital One. But anyway. Um, yeah, Eugenie Kuznetsov. Sorry, cocaine or whatever it was. But anyway, moving on. Um, 
AEW, yeah. we watched All Out. All Out. Okay. Pretty, pretty good show. Pay-per-view. Yep. Um, so we're going to talk about the difference between running one show every so often to running television every single week. Mm-hmm. This is We're going to get to that. So Nala Rose, hometown favorite. Awesome. Um, won the... Uh, all what was it the uh, the battle royal a casino buy-in. battle royal yeah, buy in, um, so royal. she is the number one contender for the very new women's championship, which we will see the, the, the championship match, championship yeah. match at the live coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, private party defeated Angelico and Jack Evans. So, Nyla Rose, Nyla I have Rose. not seen her. I, I remember. All right, so I, I watch her wrestle when sure. she came to e, EWA. Yeah, I got a chance to hang out with her. You know, she's she's Nyla Rose. She's the same. Uh, as far as I know, but as far as um, you know, the push, the character, and the fact that AEW is you know branding her, it's it's great. Yeah, so yeah, they're, she's they're pretty a big high on her, deal. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, huge deal. Uh, so private party defeated Angelico and Jack Evans. Uh, SoCal uncensored. You know, it's the worst worst city. We've this ever is been the in. worst town I've ever <laughs> been in. So. Um, Sorry, Cockiesville. That's all right. <laughs> uh, so SoCal Uncensored defeated the Jurassic Express, which is the best thing going today. Talk about the Jurassic Express. The Jurassic Express, man. Um, yeah, uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. <laughs> Luchasaurus. Uh, he's, he's a wrestling dinosaur. Um, no, this dude is like oh, he's like that? six foot seven, freaking jacked. Prototypical Vince guy. Yes. Yep. Where's yep. a Where's a Lucha Mask? That's in the looks like a dinosaur head, mm-hmm. and, but the guy's athletic. He freaking stole the show on that in that match. Um, that was himself. the first match. First yeah. match. Uh, Jungle Boy, of course, is uh, Luke Perry's uh, son. Yep. Um, Nine hundred two one zero, which they just did a uh, you know remake thing of that. Watch the whole know, thing, much like Saved by the Bell's. And be it's going. over now. But they had um, a lot of the original yeah, characters. So, but go on. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, and then uh, Marco Stunt, <laughs> who's the little uh, like five foot guy that weighs like a buck. Ten maybe soaking wet, yeah. Um, so there's a chance. There's a chance. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's a chance yeah. for Mike Malillo yeah. to make a uh, comeback. L- L- Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, man. Uh, they they came out. They actually did the whole Jurassic Park um, opening. Like when they, they had the glass of water sitting on like the the table, and it, and it started shaking like Chaos Theory and everything. And all nice. this. That's yeah, awesome. Was, oh, dude, these guys they're they're totally over with the fan base too. Like um, just really great gimmick, great gimmick. Yeah, just to show that. Real gimmicks can still work in yes. professional wrestling. What exactly. do you think that go as far as like getting a huge pile of poop? I, yeah, I don't know about uh, yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's going it's to that far, but uh, <laughs> that'd be a good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you get a, if you get a chance, definitely check out some uh, Luchasaurus stuff because it's, yeah, it's check fantastic. out AEW on uh, TNT. Wow. T- uh, AEW on TNT. Their show will be called Dynamite. Dynamite. So, I uh, wonder if that's a course. little throwback because it was TNT, <laughs> right? Nitro. TNT Dynamite and Nitro, Nitro. TNT. yeah. <laughs> so uh, we got Pac, who used to be Adrian Neville in a different life, uh, defeated Kenny Omega on the second match of the damn it show. Yeah. Kenny Omega came out and it was fantastic. And Kenny fantastic. Omega is supposed to be the the best wrestler in the world right now, but uh, he's been going down a lot. So it, is that is that a part of storyline? Yes. Like it's like yep. he's like struggling yes. to get a win. Okay, yeah, it's and gotta, gotta be. This yeah. is something that they have to do before they. Yeah, it's something they have to do before they start a full time television show because there's no way they can have him go in with all that glory. There's, there's right. no way. Um, Jimmy Havoc defeated Darby Allen and Joey Janela in oh a three-way hardcore match. Dude, this, <laughs> watch, go watch this. Seriously, this go they, watch. They, they this took match. Jimmy Havoc and they put um, what did he have in his mouth? Um, thumbtacks. Right? Thumbtacks in his yeah. mouth. They put thumbtacks in his mouth and then oh. duct taped his um, mouth shut. Yep. 
and then duct taped him to a chair. Yep. <laughs> and then Darby Allen like did a topo tope suicida tope. What is that? Suicide dive. Suicide right, dive. Yeah. Like tope over, suicida. over the corner ring post or into the uh, or into Jimmy Havoc duct taped to the chair with the thumbtacks in his mouth. Oh God! There were staple guns in this match. Dude, tacks and it was one of the best hardcore. Was that the type Cracker matches. Barrel match? That too? was yes, the Cracker yes. Barrel challenge. Yes. So they had actual Cracker Barrels yeah. from Cracker Barrel. Yes. Sponsored by Cracker Barrel. Sponsored by Cracker Barrel. <laughs> rolling down and, and, and getting uh, destroyed like tables. Darby and, Allen took one, held it behind him, and did the uh, did the suicide backdrop yeah. onto a table. Or no, onto the steps. Onto the steps. Missed. The guy, Jimmy Havoc, moved and landed with the barrel onto the steps. It was, it was just freaking... There was a skateboard with... Thumbtacks yeah. stuck to the bottom of it, and he did the ollie onto the yeah one of the guys did the ollie onto the other guy's head. With oh, the the it was, hell, it was nuts. It was it was well done though. It was so good. You can't have these matches every day, <laughs> but that match literally stole the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, incredible. Yeah, uh, fifteen minutes long to the second, so that was the best fifteen minutes ever. Um, the Dark Order defeated the Best Friends, which was not a bad tag team match. No, it was actually a really say. good match. Yeah. You know, just you know, nobody cared. Nobody cared because everybody was still <laughs> high on that other match. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, And that was for a first round bye in the tag team tournament that starts up on the right. first night. Uh, starts so up on the... Dark Order have a first round bye, so they're automatically in the semifinals. And there's a the tag, tag team, team tournament. title tournament that's yes. actually going to happen, so that's good. By the way, we got to go back and talk about the King of the Ring. But anyway, speaking of tournaments... Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. You're happy. I'm happy. You should be happy too, too because he's, he's no wearing less wearing business yeah, suit and clothing. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I've been uh, thinking about you every time he's come out. I'm like, Mike he's is getting so more happy and more right like now. a wrestler yeah. every time Baron Corbin he's is coming taking up. Taking off the best. Yeah. Tangent, we'll come back to King of the Ring, but that's awesome. Um, so Rio defeated uh, Sheeta, and that was a women's match to see who was going to face Nyla Rose. Right, number one contender. Number basically. one. So uh, Rio. So, uh, Takes on Nyla Rose in D.C. Pretty happy about that. Yep, and, and that's D.C. Nyla Rose Town. So if she doesn't go over, there will be a riot. Um, so Cody with MJF defeated Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard. Uh, there was a lot of history in this match. Oh, yeah. A lot of uh, nostalgia, but also a really good match. But who can beat Arn Anderson right. <laughs> at 60 years old, half paralyzed, coming out and doing the damn spine buster? Yeah, that was amazing. The that only spine buster in the matters. 80s. Arn yes. Anderson and Tully Blanchard were wow. together in the 80s, the brain busters, and they came out and uh, did their thing. Tully Blanchard took a bomb, awesome. too. Yeah. How awesome is that? So. It's, yeah. You would have enjoyed this one for the nostalgia. Yeah. Double A still does the spine buster better than Triple H, Double R, A Double, any other. Anybody you know, who does a spine buster, basically. Right, basically. The Rock. Yeah. Everybody. The Rock spine buster is half-assed. Yeah, it is. Because it's just there's no there's no turning motion. It's just up and down. Yeah. You know, at least Bobby Roode tries to spin. Right. Um, but Double uh, A, you know, he gets you in that double underhook and up and around and down. Just still. Yeah. Fantastic. It's awesome. Lucha Brothers um, oh. defeated the Young Bucks in another. This is a tag team ladder match. Oh, my And gosh. this one just. Uh, you thought the three way hardcore Cracker Barrel match was good? This one upped the ante. This was a ladder match for um, ages. It wasn't as hardcore, I would say. It's not about the hardcore, it was about the creativity with the ladders. Dude, the fact that either of the Young Bucks were able to get up after the match uh, was. A credit they to the should have been way that they protected dead. themselves. Yes, um, just the bumps that they took, but all of them, you know, just worked together. These guys, these teams have worked together so many times, and they just put on a classic. Yeah, uh, and the Lucha Brothers finally 
yeah. got their their win. So that was great. Um, and in the come down match, yeah, which was the main the event, main event was the come down match. Um, Chris Jericho winning the AEW Heavyweight Championship, oh, the AEW Championship, not heavyweight, uh, against Adam Page. Decent match. It was blown off by then, but but go ahead. So the biggest thing coming out of that is the fact that the next day Chris Jericho lost the AEW title in his limo. Yeah, lost the belt. He went. So to I heard. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. He yeah. went to a Longhorn Steakhouse and left it in uh, the limo, and like supposedly the limo driver went back to pick something else up, and it disappeared. And they found it on the side of the road or something. Storyline wise, I I guess it was a mix of work and shoot. I think. Well, it, yeah, it started off as a shoot, and they had to turn it into a work when right. they realized his dumbass lost the title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the? How do you lose this? This championship belt is huge. It's forty-five pounds. It's and it's bigger than any title belt that anybody has. Dude, he, he went to a Longhorn Steakhouse. I'd have forgotten about it too. You know, like I'm really hey, hungry after the they, event. I don't know. Should have walked in wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I thought he was on DDP Yoga, but I mean, you know, he's gained a little pound. He's got some Longhorn in him. <laughs> but uh, he might be on DDP Yoga. Doesn't mean he's eating all. Yeah, lot I don't know. He's, he's yeah. eating a lot, but uh, he can stretch. But by yeah. the way, Chris Jericho was on the finale of America's Got Talent. I just want to put that out there. Ryan Nee Miller, the uh, comedian, actually said. It was his dream to be a professional wrestler, so they did a whole um, Chris Jericho thing where he taught him how to be a wrestler, and it was pretty cool. That's so, cool. Yeah, it was nice. So Chris Jericho, being the name, <clears throat> yeah, going into the uh, television series, you got to have a name as your heavyweight champion, I guess. Um, other than that, at, nobody really knows who Adam Page is. I mean, it's at, outside of AEW and plus, Independence. Plus, you'd rather have faces <clears throat> faces challenging and chasing after a heel. Yeah, you don't need. So. You don't need to start up here. You need to you need to fight for it, right. I guess. So, um, Chris Jericho, you remember him from WWE days. I mean, yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> of course you do. And I mean, I still listen to Jericho's podcast and Which, everything sometimes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Still awesome. So, what do you think about him, you know, getting this... Uh, he, he's, the, he's the face of the company. He, it makes complete sense. There you go. I, I couldn't see any other choice. Um, it just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jamie J, what do you think about this? You know all the history with Chris oh. Jericho here, yeah. face of the company. Yeah, he has to be for quite a while. Okay. Yeah. yeah, next. But that yeah, does exactly. not yeah. diminish what the rest of the company is doing. Oh no. Okay. No, no, it no, just no. gives you a point. A top person. guy, a top tier. Yeah. And, and I think chase. I think it says something about Cody Rhodes as well because it would be very easy for him to like put himself out there <laughs> I was just that. thinking the same you know what thing. I'm saying. It would be very easy to make himself like that, and he's he's not doing it. Well, to that point. <laughs> So, uh, in addition to AEW coming to D.C., in November, their next pay-per-view is going to be at the Chicken Box at mm-hmm. Royal Farms Arena in yeah. Baltimore. And the ta- the title match has already been announced, and it is one Cody Rhodes yep. taking on Chris Jericho. I take in everything Baltimore. I just said. <laughs> He's selfish. So, you know, <laughs> they're, they're really living up the history of Baltimore, NWA, all that kind of stuff. So I well, don't see him winning yeah, no, well, yet. And they also put it over with the whole, because wins, losses matter in right. AEW. And Cody Rhodes is undefeated so yep. far in, in a, well, no, he does have the time limit draw, right? With uh, Darby uh, Allen. Uh, yeah. yeah, so he didn't Lose. But he didn't lose. Oh, so hold on, hold on, real quick before we breeze over that. Explain yeah. that to me. Wins, losses matter. So wins and losses matter. Unlike WWE, where like the same people lose every week and they're <laughs> still in the title picture yeah. and everything. Yeah. Like here, if you're winning regularly, yeah. you're going to be considered to be in title matches. If you're yeah. losing regularly, then you're at the bottom yeah. of the right. line. The way it should actually be working. I like for the most this part. Yeah. yeah, they're using it like a ranking system and wins and losses. Yeah, I like, like this. Yeah, I don't and know that, if they're ever going to come out with the actual rankings or anything like that. But you're, but they mentioned like um, one of the last pay-per-view 
when they put the the banner up with the names and stuff of the wrestlers as they came out, they actually had their win loss record, record at yeah, the end. I was say, yeah. So like you knew, you know, if they were one and one or two right. and one or whatever it was and stuff. So so it actually does mean something, you know. That's these good are stuff. these are air quotes for right. those people listening <laughs> at home. Tony Schiavone but, signed with AEW. How about that? Voice of my childhood. Yeah, right there. yeah we got yeah. to meet him. We did. That was pretty cool. Um, so AEW's got some steam. Now, here's the problem. No, I don't say it's a problem. I, I'm, so now they go to mainstream. Hmm. They've had a couple shows. They had internet following, and I'm going to go around the table. Um, let's start with you, Big Ugly. Mm-hmm. How do they – I mean, they have a two-hour live show every week. They still have a pay-per-view once every couple of months. Do they keep the same momentum and keep the same – mystique about them now that they go to TV and what do they have to change going to live TV every week? I mean, I think that the, I think that the or problem or potential problem <laughs> that they might encounter is yeah, I didn't that, mean to say that, but I just yeah, no, no, felt, but it, I felt it, it's right It's a potential problem that, number one, they definitely are going to lose the mystique now that they're going to a weekly show, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, they're putting themselves in the big leagues. You know, they're not like the best kept secret anymore, you know. You, right. So the the other thing is that now they're going to also have potential issue of running into instead of it being a couple months where you can think of, t- of t- you can gather all this time to develop a story for these one off shows. Mm-hmm. Now you're having to produce something every week, new, you know, stories every week to make it consistent. And that's a whole different animal um, yeah. that they haven't yet proven that they're capable of. But I guess we're, we're about to see now. So these are just all. You know, the regular challenges that, you know, WWE obviously has been facing for 30 years sure. that they've been doing that AEW is going to have to, you know, really do um, because it's no more just we're just going to book one show and then, you know, three months later we'll book another show. Yeah. Um, so, okay. We'll see how it goes. And speaking of that first show, which we're going to, CM Funk, do you see that blasting off and first show being phenomenal, no pun intended, and then dying off a little bit? Um, I think so. Yeah, I mean, uh, the first show it, it'll be like the XFL. You know, the first week of XFL, the original <laughs> XFL was had fantastic ratings. Yeah, I think it'll do well. Um, I think they got lucky in that you know, you know, WWE put NXT up against it and all, but they premiered it early or NXT early. Yeah. So now people have a couple <laughs> of weeks. NXT early. That's yeah. what it should be called. So now like so people now have a couple of weeks of NXT under their belt. So AEW turning in for that first week will be fresh for them. Plus, yeah. you know, obviously you can DVR NXT or come back and watch it on the network or, or whatever. Well, vice versa, DVR that. Yeah. Everything. Right. So I, but I think, I think it will, you know, taper off and, um, you know, as time goes on, but it's all going to depend like like um, like Big Ali said, it's all going to depend on stories. Basically, mm-hmm. they're going to have to have good storyline and good storytelling, and, and they got to prove it because they it, can't just come out of the box. And, and real quick, I think another thing I'll just jump in real quick for yeah. Jam and Jago is that by them doing this weekly thing, they're opening themselves up to a lot of comparison at this point because. Oh, yeah. Before, you might compare it a little bit to WWE, but it's like, once again, you're not going weekly, you know? So it's just like, oh, that was a great show, mm-hmm. you know, a great show of wrestling. But now it's like, when you're doing weekly, everybody's going to be like, you're going to be analyzing it against what you're used to watching week by week from WWE. And I, I, well, I, think, I think that's the problem that NXT is going to have, too, being live. You know, I think NXT and AEW are so similar, and that's why they put NXT up against AEW, yeah. because they're both basically independent-type shows. Yeah, yeah. You know, just being broadcast live. Right. As long as WWE doesn't mess with the formula NXT has, NXT will be fine. As long as AEW keeps true to the formula that they want, they'll be fine. Right. If it's when the two of those shows start to become like Raw and SmackDown, 
they're done. They're done. Right. So I agree. That's because, and this is what we were talking about, Mike Melillo earlier. You don't want to watch the same show right. every other night. You want to watch something different. Something I, I, and I, I think Triple H is smarter than that. I don't think he'll I that would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so Jam and Jay, this is what I want to ask you. Let's uh, the first show of that uh, CM Funk and myself are going to sold out instantaneously. Mm-hmm. The second two shows sold out, but not as quickly. But smaller arenas. Yep. The next couple that they booked, even this full gear, whatever this is, that's not even sold out yet. Yeah. So they're already losing steam with the ticket sales. Um, is it the first one and done? Is this what people are thinking? Or is it going to have to prove itself? What do you think it needs to do to drive that personal fan attendance for that personal appearance? Like, what do you think it needs to do to drive ticket sales? TV is going to, whatever, you can DVR, whatever, but ticket sales, live well, I think, events. I think once they start having more feuds and have their show up and running, I think you're going to see some of the ticket sales on the later shows go up. I think you're okay. going to sell more tickets okay. as they build up stories and whatnot. I think a lot of people just bought into the first one because that's the first one. They want to be there right. for historical purposes. So, right. Okay. You know, a lot of people are probably that's coming from out of town. I mean, what we know, did. We're, <laughs> we're in the area, but I mean, yeah. you could have people coming from six, seven hours away. I don't know. Yeah. Um, to see this just for historical but purposes. like you just said like this is their third or fourth pay-per-view or something like that i can't remember but uh, because be they had all in all out and there was another one in the double, middle double or nothing double or nothing yeah this the, is the paid one then right. they had the two free ones on bleacher report right which um, that's another yeah. thing we're well, get back and talk the about drop that. in sales could that also be location related like what are the so uh i think it's uh, Philadelphia is oh, one of them. Oh, yeah. Chicago is another. Oh, yeah, those are big wrestling towns. Big Pittsburgh, wrestling towns. I think there's some Pittsburgh is one. Like yep. they're doing the whole Mid Atlantic. Yeah, oh. but do those areas have specific alliances to other wrestling venues? And they're not. Well, the, that's why it, they're going to smaller venues. Like they're going to Temple University and like uh-huh. these five thousand seat arenas. Capital One is the only one that's like the ten thousand big seat arena. Uh-huh. Everything else is smaller. As far as their Wednesday show goes, yeah. Exactly. But the pay-per-view, even at Royal Farms, Chicken Box, the whole thing is open except for the staging area, which they Uh need. So it's still not sold out yet. So how do they – is it going to take successful TV to sell these things out? I think so. I think definitely. Because, I I mean, this is their vehicle now. This is what they got. They can't do any more free pay-per-views. It definitely will. Look at Madison Square Garden shows that WWE was just in. This is Madison Square Garden we're talking about. Right. They hadn't been there in years. Should have been easy. They should have sold out immediately. But I bought the ticket the day before, less than 24 hours ahead of time. The two people that were sitting next to me, they bought the ticket the day of, walked up to the uh, box office, and there were still other seats available. Now, now, down below, sure, those were sold out, but most of the upper deck areas and all, everything was open. There was nothing tarped off, but it was all because... The product has been so stale for so long, yeah. ticket sales started to slow down. So it can happen to anybody. I think for AEW, I don't think it's them losing momentum. I think it's people are just waiting to see what's coming yeah. as opposed to you know what has happened already because there is nothing that's happened. So, right. Because you know, they've announced some stuff for the early shows. Right. But you know, yeah. five shows down the road, they right. haven't announced anything. And, right. and WWE has been doing this for 30 years, to yeah. Big Ugly's point, but now... There's a lot of people in AEW and people behind the scenes that have done this before too, but not with everybody with Vince's handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Now they've got to they got to prove themselves. So they've got two hours every week live as it is right now to to prove themselves. So and sorry, I, I'm go ahead. I'm, I'm big. Yeah, I was a big WCW over WWE guy back in the '90s. So, so was I. Right now, I'm, yeah, a big AE, I'm a big AEW over WWE guy right now. So. 
the other thing to look at is that the next pay-per-view, it's in November. It's yep. only a month after the first show, right. live uh, TV you know, network show. Yep. And it's in Baltimore. The first TV show's in D.C. We're only 45 minutes apart. And yes, Baltimore and D.C. are two different cities, people, for those out there that <laughs> don't think that. But as far as the fan base goes, it's like going to a Nationals and Orioles game. Like, people aren't going to do both. Right. You know, you're going to do one or the other. Well, everybody's going to the first show. So right. by the Baltimore people, Mike, you and I were talking about it. And all, like, you and I aren't going to the pay-per-view. Nope. And it's in Baltimore. This one's closer than going to the very first show. Yep. But because it's at the arena, for one thing, which is... Love the chicken box. Love Royal Farms chicken, Do especially. Um, I it's love a beautiful, the sweet. It's a beautiful, That's beautiful building. It really, really, truly is. Um, I'm sure people that are listening to this already have their own opinions about the Baltimore Arena. So, but. Like people don't want to, people aren't going to go to both. You know, that's the big thing. So You're right. I think that's hurting some of their sales in Baltimore too. Right, because this is not going to be like where they're coming from across the country. And again, it's not the first show. So I think you're right. It's so close that that fan base, and I, I don't even think if we go on Ticketmaster right now, still not sold out. The yeah. one in Baltimore Arena. I guess even though what you're saying, I guess the thing that they were counting on was that it's a pay per view versus the weekly show, and they're probably hoping that people would come out to both. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, because of that difference Some alone. Some will, lot won't, but we're gonna see. It's it's gonna this this first television run. This they got four weeks, so they're gonna have to. They're gonna, first of all, they're gonna have to sell this pay per view because that's what's coming up. Yeah. That's what you always do. You want to lead into the next show, but also lead up to the next big thing. And this so, is on TNT, right? Yep. Yeah. Man, I'll have TNT. What? Yeah, Hulu. Catch the recap. Hulu. Yeah. yeah. We'll see if it, they, yeah, we'll see if they have a deal with Hulu. Dynamite. Originally, I heard they were going to put the replays up on Bleacher Report. Oh, the perfect. Next day. Really? I heard that when they first announced this, but but I haven't heard anything since. So I wouldn't I be surprised. I don't know if that's still what's happening, yeah. but um, hmm. I would okay. not be surprised. Back before was it all out? Uh, just, whatever the first one was. And just just to continue on this whole, hey, they're in D.C. Hey, they're in Baltimore. Hey, Ring, Ring of Honor's uh, final uh, pay per view of the uh, the year in December. I forget what they call it. Final resolution or final whatever it is. Experiment or final isn't that uh, UMBC? It's, it's going to be in U- UMBC. Yeah. So uh, Baltimore, the hotbed of uh, wrestling action uh, right uh, now. So. Sinclair Network. Yeah. We were talking about uh, me and uh, Mr. Kepner, Jason Kepner. We were talking about uh, Ring of Honor. He's he's a big proponent of that. He loves that non-mainstream because I mean it's mainstream, but it's not. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's that's more of a glorified independent at this point. Um, and they still got a great product. You know, nothing wrong with it. But there's no real storyline. It's it's just really hard because they have one hour of syndicated television a week. Yeah. That's all they have. And it's um, not even on Fox anymore, right? Uh, Wait, what, what yeah. did it used to be on? It was on. What it's on. Fox? What is it? WCW. What the hell is it? MPT. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's on Fox at ten o'clock. It used to come on late. I remember it used to come on late. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it's that one hour a week. But they tape around the shows and then throw it up four to six weeks later. It's yeah, really yeah. hard to oh, stay. Really dated by yeah, the time you watch terrible. the show. Yeah. But they don't have the money or the resources to do live, and they don't have the production value to do any big events. They even have 1,000-seat arenas that aren't selling out. Right. So it's, I, I love it. I still love Ring of Honor, but it, you know, it lost so yeah. many guys to... Yeah, well, yeah, they're, they're about to lose uh, Marty Skrull, too, because his contract's supposed to be up in like, October November, and he's part of the elite, so he's going to jump yeah. in AEW. You would imagine. I shouldn't say he is, but you should imagine. I mean, <laughs> that's, the way, that's the place to go. Um, but anyway... One more thing from uh, Mike Melillo here. So we, we've been talking about this whole thing, uh, you know, live TV versus non, uh, live events versus not. So 
are you more prone to go to something close to you, like CM Funk was saying, or are you more prone to go travel to see something that you're intrigued about? I would be much more apt to travel to see something that interests me rather than uh, So it's not geographic. If you see something that's, hey, man, this is three hours away, but I'm into it. Right. You're you're more prone to do that. Absolutely. So this is what AEW's got a got a bank on. They need they need loyal hardcore fans. Yeah. To be. You have to pique the interest, retain it, and then make it worth my while. Yeah. Got to buy in the buy in. They got to buy (laughs) into something. Do you think they're just booking too many shows too close together? Have they booked any in California yet? Or it's all on the East Coast. Maybe that's the problem. Uh, I think that's yeah. I, I, I. like I said, I think a lot of it is, and they've only booked for a month, yeah. so it's not like they've you know booked out sure. like you know through the end WWE of the year. does that, right? 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 <laughs> yeah. WWE's booked. They get the whole like next year booked. Yeah. So, I mean, I think at WWE. I mean, even for their next month, they're in a same kind of area. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So, so they're Just doing basically the same the same deal. And plus, the Mid Atlantic is the. I mean, it's truly the wrestling, the, the wrestling capital. Either, wrestling, I mean, yeah. yeah, this area is where wrestling is its biggest, you know. I mean, yeah. between Charlotte to New York, so that whole area. So, you know, so they're doing the right thing. I mean, they're very it's very NWA, Mid-Atlantic wrestling, you know, type type deal. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, so I, it'll be, I think it'll be fine. You know, they just want to see what's going to happen, I think, these first few shows mm-hmm. before they really start branching out farther. So, I just think they benefit from a couple of California shows with yeah. you know, being close to Mexico and Japan and a little closer they could yeah. bring in some different Throw people. out a small college sure. arena, you know, kind of like NXT likes yeah. to go around and do that loop. Yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah, I, I would like to see that too. Yeah. It's you have an event in the Wahoo? Full sale bill. Wahoo? Wahoo? Yeah. We could. In, in, in Hawaii, and then you got the people coming from Japan. You oh imagine WWE and then they've had this and I got one more thing to go back to you in a minute big ugly but uh, that WWE going out of the country is very intriguing for a watch somebody watching on television or pay per view it's terrible for the travel and for the logistics passports uh, international like taking drugs over you know what mm-hmm. even prescription drugs over the wrong lines. They've had so many people get busted by this crap. Yeah. Oh. Um, so they wanted to have WrestleMania in the O2 in London. They can't do it. They wanted to have Hawaii. They have one show there every five years. Oh, and they wow. make a big deal out of it. Saudi Arabia, all these other things. And it's very hard to take any kind of storyline out there. But when these, these places have these shows, I think that's a great thing. I think it's very entertaining, and I love to see that kind of stuff. Even Canada. They have a big deal about going out of Canada in Toronto or whatever it was for the whatever sweep that they did there. Was that Royal Rumble for four days? It was one of the pay-per-views. Something where they did uh, NXT. Yeah, Yeah, they were just in SummerSlam. Was that Toronto? Yeah. Okay. Um, So, oh, that's right, because it was in... Yeah, okay. So four days, but that's it. They, they don't go there otherwise. They stay yeah. inside the country. And supposedly, just to go off that, the, yeah. the big four, they're, they're, I think next year they're not going to do the whole weekends, except for maybe WrestleMania, as far as like doing TakeOver there and doing really? you know, all the Rolls and SmackDowns following it. Yeah, they're, Even the Rumble? Because I know they just started to sell individual tickets for, what is it, uh, Arizona? Uh, that's what I, was, I saw online. Texas they, or they Arizona? Were, they, like were, they were wow. going to do away with that. Doesn't that make sense, though, just to have it in that? Well, maybe not they, because they, it. Kills. They said it's hard, yeah, because people, and then the fan base is like dead, you know, halfway through it and everything. So, I mean, well, imagine we just went to WrestleMania, 
So uh, other than that, they've had they had access there Thursday. Well, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Thursday, Friday, and then Hall of Fame, NXT, WrestleMania, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. It's too much. Yeah, yeah, I I I gotta agree. Big ugly. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, big um, event in the big place, and then yeah. I mean, I I guess I could say, I mean, I guess, you know, if it makes sense, I, I don't know what the numbers are, but if the fan base is dead, they're dead. But, yeah. I mean, I would think, like, you know, that buying those packages, I mean, it's it would seem ideal for the people, especially that travel, because, you know, it's like you're you're making, like, a, a trip out of it. But yeah. I could also see I could be tiring, so. I do love the travel I feel like packages. it's easier for the wrestlers, because they don't have to move. That's, you know, they're, they're yeah. there for, like, yeah. you know, it's like, all right, we're stationary for the next five days, and. You that's know, logistics. So, yeah. yeah. And that's what they do. They go to one place and they don't have to get on and off a plane. Right. They can just they can you know, just, do media and yeah, chill. And just come back to the same arenas, you know, same for the next couple rooms, days. Right. You know, same, yeah. same kind of thing. Yeah. So we, w- we will see. Uh, I'm looking forward to all that kind of stuff coming up. So Big Ugly, we're going to wrap this podcast up, take it home as it were. Yes, sir. But I just want to just point this out. From you and me talking in the back room of the uh, State Employees Credit Union in Timonium, uh, and just kind of talking over what we watched on television, you know, and, and just doing that to hear three and a half years later. I know, man. We, we have the widest spectrum of conversation. <laughs> uh, and I mean, and with this group right here, and, uh, you know, shout out to Frock Lesnar. Got to shout him out, too. And Chris Burns, wherever the hell he is. Um, <laughs> so that's an ongoing storyline with our podcast, too. Um, it's just amazing. And, and the hundreds of... Hundreds and thousands. I shouldn't say hundreds of thousands because probably not a hundred thousand. But people that have just listened to us. Thousands and, of listens. Uh, yeah. The thousands and thousands. It's pretty cool, isn't it? It is, man. I've been I've enjoyed the ride. It ain't I, over I sound yet. like we yeah, I sound like it's about to be over. No, no I'm, just, yeah. I'm just reminiscing because I drove past yeah, that CQ yeah, on the yeah. way up here. Yeah, so man. you guys were putting over episode seventy two and on yeah ah, or we no 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 <laughs> no see we we know that this AEW's got to do this we have drawn a following. And, you know, we, we had, we, we were just hoping yeah. to get into double digits with our first episode. Like, hopefully 10 people listen to us. Yeah, and we got to push. We, so. we, <laughs> we got to push, so we're not going to go down. So I appreciate you and everything you that too, you do. Sir. Yeah, man, it's fun, and uh, we're going to keep doing it. We'll come back in October, talk about Hell in a Cell. We'll uh, follow up with Mikey here, you know, because I know you're going to keep us posted. Oh, uh, sure. How things are going with you, and uh, we're going to have people commenting on your, you know, telling you what to say <laughs> to doctors and things like that. DirtyUglyWrestling at gmail.com. Make sure it still works. Um, Jam and Jason, you know, we got Monsters of Rock coming up. Yeah, yeah. And we, we just hit his concerts. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. And, Monsters uh, of Rock, who's performing? So uh, let's see. It's Metallica. Well. Wait a minute. Yeah. We'll get to it. Pearl it's, Jam. It's Metallica, <laughs> Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots, and Alice Cooper. Yeah. Oh, now it's all of the tribute bands. It's yeah, not it's actually them. <laughs> I'm saying, man, I'd love to see Scott Weiland in a concert again, but uh, it's going to yeah, be really hard. Might so. not happen. That's, yeah, it's a tough one. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's he's up there at the HWA, uh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> or at least he will be soon. I don't know. But anyway, no, it's it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, these tribute bands are pretty good, and then we're going to go see uh, them again. Fade to yeah. Black and uh, the Ozzy tribute. Oh yeah. God, that's that should be, be interesting. Oh, God, I can't wait to see that. And then uh, you know, CM, CM Funk, we've had our share this summer yeah. of uh, all kinds of things. Right. Billy Joel and yep, ra- wrapping up the world tour with uh, AEW in uh, Bert- DC. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Vanilla Ice could come back to the Irish concert. Uh, yeah. And we could do that, but uh, yeah. you know, Big Ugly, I think we got to look into this UFC thing 
in DC. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. Do we know who's on the card? Uh, not yet. Okay. I, I think this is just. I don't know if this is a pay per view. I think it's a fight night. So oh, it's a fight night. Okay. It should be some of the uh, the gooder the gooder. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The better undercard people, but they, gotcha. you know that's uh, some decent fights. You know, yeah, nothing wrong yeah, with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely down. So we need to look into that. I think tickets go on sale early October. Yeah. Unless we wanted to pay for one of these larger packages, which is like $1,000 to $5,000. Yeah, I think we'll wait till the... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, nothing wrong with that. But hey, it's been a great night, episode 71. Uh, I want to mention one more thing. Big Ugly, there is a StarCast. So that uh, you asked me what that is. It's, a, it's basically like a wrestling convention. With uh, a lot of podcast people, a lot of vendors, a lot of things like that happening on uh, AEW weekend here when uh, they come November 9th. So I think it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we need to check into that. I've actually emailed them and let them know that we're interested in possibly being a vendor. What does that entail? Um, probably just means we're allowed to come in with uh, these flyers and hand yeah, them out to people. That's fine. So that's yeah. fine. That's cool, right? Um, you know, because they, they don't care. They just want wrestling fans. Yeah. Um, and that's just really... A cool thing. CM CM Punk actually was on the panel at the and, last one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard. I heard he. Uh, I heard he. Um, his people like contacted uh, either AEW or WWE about being some kind of announcer or something. Yeah, I think it was WWE. I think it, it was, was WWE. Yeah, yeah, which was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it's kind Told of weird. Like, how, how do you sue them? No, they sued him, right? Mm-hmm. Or did he sue them? They fired him. He. I, pr- I think he's still in lawsuit with them, but he's still trying to get back money for uh, merchandise and all kinds of stuff that he has right. coming to him. No, it was the the doctor sued him. That's what it was. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Amy yeah. Like, sued him. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because he had, uh, what was it? Um, staff the, infection. Staff infection right. for a year and a half. And then he like kind of like went on podcasts and trashed him, so he sued him. Damn right. And then he's also suing WWE. Right. Then he yep. tried to get a job with him. I, <laughs> I don't understand what's happening, man. He's yeah. not... He's not going anywhere. It, it's it's all, always something to think about. It was in Chicago with AEW pay-per-view. They chanted his name. never came out. He was. I think he was there. I think he was backstage. I don't think so. Really? I, I, I heard he just, like, he was just there for the uh, just ghosted it, huh? the panel, and that was it. Yep. Wow. Uh, you know, a lot of conflicting reports on that social media that you don't watch. But uh, I understand. <laughs> it's probably, I, I could understand. But during that interview, if you go back and watch that uh, on YouTube or Bleacher Report or wherever, he says... If you want to watch professional wrestling, watch professional wrestling. It doesn't matter. And he, he named everybody. AEW, WWA, TNA, anything. What, if you're a fan of professional wrestling, watch professional wrestling. That's it. I could not agree more. So, And that's what we talk, we talk about on some of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Ugly Wrestling. Yeah. So let's take it home. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Listen to us. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, MySpace, Google us, everywhere. Three, two, one. Deuces. Deuces. Hey, you knew that.